How's it going, everyone? Welcome to Pan Geekery Podcast, a live weekly video podcast celebrating all things geek from an all-diverse perspective. And we are going to be talking about film, TV, video games, books, movies. I said film already, but I just wanted to double down on that. Um, Covering all the nooks and crannies of fandom. My name is Earl Balon. I am an actor, improviser, and uh, when I was a kid, I uh, thought chaos was pronounced uh, chaos. Until I, I was too. nine. Oh my God. I did too. You did too? I say Chaos. Chaos. So did I. Chaos. Yeah, I said yeah, Chaos. Because I knew people whose last name was Chow. Chow. So it's like just Chow. So it's, you I'm fob. not the only one. <laughs> Chows. Yo, yo. Born yeah. American citizen, okay? Just let's be clear. <laughs> uh, okay. So my name is Jennifer Zhang. I am an actor slash writer slash... Uh, Immersive theater creator and enthusiast. I love gaming and uh, all that jazz. So um, when I was little, I thought Egypt was pronounced Iggy Pit. That's That's way worse. (laughs) That's way worse. Well, I I saw it on a sign, and I used to also think that reluctant, the word reluctant, meant you were super willing to do something. Really? So the opposite of it. Because I read a lot of books, you know, and I was like. What oh is what does that goodness. mean? Oh. I inferred through the meaning, but turns out it was the opposite. That's right. I inferred wow. a lot of things through meaning. Yeah. And they were never right. Oh my goodness. There's <laughs> another word out there that literally means the same thing and the opposite. I can't remember it right now. Mm-hmm. But Aloha? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember it later. It's a, it's Throughout very true. this episode, I'll remember it and then I'll say it like really randomly. Okay, good. Anyways, um, (laughs) my name is Caitlin and I'm an actor, a singer, a director and a writer. And uh, when I was reading the Harry Potter novels when they first came out, I thought Hermione was Hermione. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, we thought It's just phonetic, Hermione. Hermione, or Hermione one. Hermione one. It sounds, Hermione I don't know. Hermione. My name is Hermione. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the enemy of the Daleks. Um, Help you to fight Dark Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know. Uh, Walter is not with us right now. He is uh, out of God. town. But, um, <laughs> MTC well, looks good on you, Walter. I, oh, damn. She said it, not me. Uh, we will have a special guest later to, to fill the seat for a little bit. But yes. uh, first of all, how is everybody doing this week? Um, I'm doing all right. Uh, we are in. Uh, we are currently in pre-production hell for mm. my film. Uh, we are doing the film this weekend. So Friday is our first day of filming, and we wrap on Memorial Day. Exciting! So if, and I'm and, in it, uh, and that's right. Jen's in it. She plays one of the characters. Yeah. So and we just had a rehearsal before we got mm-hmm. here, didn't we? So what's if, it called and what's it about? Oh, the movie is called Fruit Fly. And if you are in the LA area, I could use you as an extra. Come hit me up. <laughs> slide into this my is an DMs. Open casting call. Yes. Right. It's all an open invitation to slide into my DMs. Wow. See Dang. It's very, very open. Yeah. Very Who needs Tinder when you have I mean just when you DMs. have Caitlin's DMs, DMs to yeah, slide exactly. into, to slip into. To <laughs> slither in. To slither, Her slip and slide. So many thoughts <laughs> right <Anyway>. here. <laughs> So um, I've been in rehearsal for this uh, really large performance art piece that's going up at Disney Hall, actually. Nice. It's called Crowd Out, and it's performed by a 1,000 people. I'm like one of 25 from this one theater group that my friend invited me to. Um, so basically, the whole performance taking place on June 1st is about a large group of people enacting and saying and vocalizing and singing the thoughts and feelings of being in a crowd. 
So whether oh. or not that makes you relaxed or makes you excited, makes you like anxious, makes you whatever. Um, so we like sing sometimes in unison, sometimes in tandem, sometimes in rounds, and sometimes we speak. And you know, it's it's interesting. It's very like heady, you know. And it's actually kind of cool to hear like a huge auditorium of people like do things in unison. Right. But yeah, so I've been doing that. If you want to, check when's it out. that happening? It's on June first. It's part of a festival that Disney Hall is happening and uh, is having, and we are the first show that's going up, and it's called Crowd Out. Oh. Very crowd cool. out. Yeah. Crowd out. So out of all those hundreds of, or that out of that crowd of 100, is mm. anyone going to see you? Are you going to stick out in any way or not except for like the people sitting next to me. So the thing is the performers are integrated amongst the audience. So you don't really know who's a oh, performer cool. until like it <gasps> so happens. So meta. I know. Meta. It's very meta. Secret meta. audience members. It's I love pretty it. cool. It's like, yeah. sexy. Like it's, it's like an entire room full of, um, uh, mm. Um, rebel spies. You just don't rebel know who. Spies. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like on Star Tours. Captain, my captain. Well, anyway, uh, I've been um, again in rehearsals. Rehearsals for we supportive rehearsals. rehearsals for uh, Star Wars. <laughs> for sup- <laughs> I forgot what my show is called now. <laughs> supportive white parents, um, which is a thirty-minute musical that I um, I am in. Um, uh, we have a show uh, this Thursday at UCB Franklin, so there's that. And uh, this past Sunday, I got a chance to sit in with the uh, the Tomb Raider uh, Marathon, uh, their stream. Shout out to the Tomb Raider Marathon guys, um, uh, raising money for charity. So I sat in on the stream and answered questions for a few hours, which was fun. Thank you guys for having me. Um, but that's it. <laughs> That it? <laughs> yeah, that is really well. Uh, before we go on, I just wanted to give a shout out to our sponsors, Jimmy John's, uh, and their ten dollar box lunch. Amazing! It takes a freak to make a sandwich that'll make you freak. It says so on the cup. And um, <laughs> thank you to our location sponsors, Filipino Worker Center. Thank you for uh, being awesome. Um, yes, those are our sponsors. Next up, uh, so uh, the chat. I have my chat. Window here up for Twitch. Uh, if anybody has any quash, questions, questions. If anybody has any, I have not go been getting drunk, sleep. Girl, you're home. I am. S- go go drunk. You're home. Is that what she <laughs> said? Go drunk, girl. You're home. Um, I haven't been sleeping lately. Um, so uh, just hit up. God damn it! Hit us up in Twitch chat, and we will hopefully get to your question and or comment. Because we're going to be talking a lot about stuff. But today, we're going to be talking about a few things. One, uh, news from the Geek Universe. Um, Two, we have a special guest, Nikki Sun. Yay! We're going to bring her up in a little bit. And then uh, after that, we are going to talk about Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 6. The The finale, finale. a.k.a. the Iron Throne. And uh, we're going to talk about everything that entails. So uh, first off, uh, some news from the Geek Universe, like I said. Uh, Robert Pattinson (gasps) uh, has been cast as the new Bruce Wayne for the next series of Batman movies. Shiny boy. Yes. Yes. Glittery, shiny Made of diamonds. diamonds. Skin made of alabaster granite marble. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Like legit, Are you quoting the book? Yeah. Wow. Like they're the vampires so in Twilight. <laughs> Is what that one says. Skin we'll like alabaster that. marble. We'll get to that, kitties. Oh, well, have I, you read them? We'll get to that. I, okay. <laughs> I've read the first book. I read the first one. Oh, okay. I tried to get through the second, and each day I made a challenge. I said, you will read one paragraph of New Moon. 
Why would you do that? It's not even nutritious. Like, why even? Because I wanted to challenge myself, and each day I would give up after two sentences and say, "I can't do this." Dude, it was that bad. I skimmed through the first book because I was like, "This is such." Oh no, I read the first book. I wanted to see what the big deal was. Yeah, I wanted to see like what everybody was making a fuss about. Yeah. Um, Um, So are we talking about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Who's going first? Oh, you are. Oh no, I'm just jumping in there. So. I've been told that Robert Pattinson <coughs> is actually a much better actor than we know. Oh, he's may have he's actually believe so. since Twilight. Have you he's seen? He's actually done a lot of right. things. Wasn't he Dali in this one film? He played like Salvador, Salvador Dali? Dali. Yeah, I think. Um, I saw him in like Water for Elephants. How was That's that right. with and, El- uh, Reese Witherspoon? Uh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I thought he was great in it. So mm-hmm. I mean, like. And look, historically, people have always been, you know, poo-pooing about whoever they cast for, right. for always. especially these big, giant, like, roles. Of course, right. And um, I don't know. I think he's got it. We'll, s- you know, yeah. I think he can do the job. I think he tried to break out of that Twilight teeny bopper, teen idol mold. Right. After, like, the, you know. Almost like, as soon decade. as he dropped. Yeah. And Harry Potter. Right. Yes. Yeah. Cedric and Harry Potter. Diggory. That's right. Yeah. Cedric. My that's right. boy. Hufflepuff yes. represent. Cedric. That's how I yeah. first know him. Because. Right. Yeah. Uh, He's a Hufflepuff yes. too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. When they they had just announced the casting for the fourth movie. Yeah. And I was like, why is Victor Crumb hotter than Cedric, Cedric Diggory? Diggory? I thought I was all I was a Victor In Crumb chick. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but uh, I I developed a really big crush on uh, Cedric uh, on uh, Robert Pattinson, mm. and he immediately after Twilight started going for more serious right. Oscar worthy type roles. Yeah. He was in I think like The Dictator or something, which is this dark kind of uh, look into some kind of like hypothetical unnamed dictator that came out like a year or two ago. Oh, and really? Yes. And, and fun fact for you, don't ask me how I know this, but there's this one movie that Robert Pattinson did. Maybe some of you guys remember the name. I can't remember, but apparently he's a method actor mm. because there was... <laughs> you know. Okay, I'll just say it. He was in this one scene where he's supposed to be masturbating and he was like, you I know love what? that's where we how that's, yeah. well, that's where we draw the line. The yeah, word well, masturbating. Well, well he's he's you know rubbing one out. He was, and he he's supposed he's supposed to, you know, arrive somewhere. And he's like, There's no way I <laughs> he, he, he said what report, a eulogy. Look, I'm I'm hyping him up for our fans. Okay. Apparently he was like, There's no way I can fake that. I'm just gonna really do it in real right. life. So he was actually rubbing one out and it happened and they filmed it and it made it into the movie. Wow. That's wow. how serious our Batman is. There's All hail no Batman. way I can fake that is what he said. <laughs> I know. Said There's no woman no. ever. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Was that Rodney? I'm saying no, no, he's no. gonna. I'm method. hoping. I'm saying I hope he's he does. Going method. Oh, he's gonna master bat. <laughs> oh, wow. He's gonna master master bat. Did you guys hear that? Oh my Someone gosh. on the crew just said he's gonna master, master bat. bat. I'm gonna so credit that to uh, Arnold. Arnold, Arnold no, Basingat said that. <laughs> yeah. That's that was okay. <laughs> yeah. So so he has been trying right. really hard to shed that teeny bopper. Absolutely. Um, title. Yeah. And I think that happens just with a lot of child stars. Once they get first so their, their yeah. initial like. Um, thing that makes him famous, they're just like, oh, we gotta drop this and run. Right, right, so, right, right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I saw this picture today that was like superimposing like all these images of, you know, they didn't think that Heath Ledger would be a good Joker. Right. They didn't. I think remember that, that being Gadot really random. Yeah. yeah. Would be a good Wonder Woman. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. Right. 
you know. I so, mean, I. But they all did really great. I they think. all did really yeah. well. They, they all surpassed did. expectations. Now, some people have not done as well. Are you talking about <laughs> Affleck? Like, but, uh, oh. you know, I haven't seen that, so I can't judge. I've just. This you haven't seen it. <laughs> so, well, I've just wow. been basing, basing this off of what I've heard repeatedly again. Right, in the right. Zeitgeist. Yes. Gotcha. So that's happening. Okay. Oh, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. We are. Yeah, I Edward think. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see how it goes. Um, uh, next up, uh, his Dark Materials trailer. Um, <gasps> his Dark Materials. So there was this book series that came out when I was a kid, and it was supposed to be really fantastical and well written, but also kind of racy because it was like anti-religion. <gasps> um, yeah, <laughs> but strangely enough, some of my most religious friends were right. like obsessed with it. I they were like, why. "It's so good. because it was like." It was uh, consciously subversive, but that right. was kind of um, the thing. That was kind of the thing, yeah. Right. So basically, there was a 2007 film called The Golden Compass, That's which right. came out, and Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman were mm -hmm. in it. It made a ton of money, but not as much as they were hoping to propel them into finishing the trilogy. Mm -hmm. So HBO has picked up the series, and it's coming out. Soon-ish. Mm -hmm. I had this information on my phone, but I forgot it in the back. Actually, so, yeah. this is really interesting yeah. that HBO is coming out with it because didn't it used to be like a YA novel type scenario? They were, they were children's novels. Yeah. Right. They were children's novels. The 2007 movie had a bit more of a stardust type feel. It was a bit more fantastical. Super mm -hmm. high budget. looked really good. still holds up. But the HBO series now is a... It looks a little more grounded in reality, a little more gritty. Yeah. A little more HBO-y, if you right. will. And yet, you know, there are certain elements that are still kind of childlike. You yes, know? absolutely. So it's like, are they trying to move towards like different audiences apart from just like I adults? think so. I think so. Yeah. They've got James McAvoy. Right. Mm -hmm. I saw that. And Ruth Wilson. Um, mm. And then the dude from Game of Thrones, J.R. Mormont. Or James Cosmo? Huh? James Cosmo? Sure. The old bear, right? Old bear Mormont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh -huh. The old bear. So that, that, that show is about, it, it kind of takes place in a parallel universe. Mm -hmm. okay. And it stars this young girl named Lyra Balakwa, who is... Lara. Li it's a cool name. <laughs> Lara. Lyra, not oh, Lara. Yeah. sorry. Lyra. I hear that and name a lot for some she's reason. She's raised by these like Oxfordian type scholars. Right. So it's a parallel universe mm -hmm. where if maybe some major country had won a different war, the map would be mm -hmm. named differently. So it's kind of like uh, Man in the High yeah. Castle. Kind of, yeah, right, yeah. But, but more fantastical. There's definitely fantasy in it. But okay. some, if you look at the map, they have, you know, there's like references to our world. Mm -hmm. So the idea behind this world is that this world coexists in tandem with many parallel universes, including our own. So, so it's, it's a like multiverse. the multiverse. Yes, it's a multiverse, multiverse theory. theory. Yeah. Like, um, so. All so, of comics. Like yes. Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Oh, Bioshock Infinite. Yes. Yeah. Rapture. Yes, exactly. What? So this is just one world in um, in a in a plethora of different universes um, uh, existing in tandem with one another, and basically, um, without going too much into it, it is anti-religion, pro-enlightenment, pro-rationalism, <laughs> right. wrapped up in a kitty caboodle. Well, I, I'm sold. That sounds like fitting fair for uh, HBO, actually. It so. is yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. That, so. Yeah, it sounds exciting. When it drops, I'm probably going to re-up on some HBO. Well, we talked about Batman earlier, and uh, now we're talking about Batwoman, Jen. Hey. Whoa. Hey. Okay, so uh, Ruby Rose stars as Batwoman. So as we all know, there was a lot of, like, I don't know, pushback from the internet community because people like to just hate 
on whatever is new and representational right. and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. diverse. Um, but Ruby Rose, as you know, is a queer woman and she is gorgeous and she is playing Batwoman in the new CW um, Batwoman series. <laughs> Which we just watched the trailer for. Yes, we just watched the trailer. So uh, my initial thoughts on the trailer are, well, that's a lot of a lot of ham. <laughs> <laughs> Do it's, tell. It seems like uh, the script is kind of veering towards being more campy versus... Are you saying that CW is campy? <laughs> you know? How dare Jen, you? Jen. They could yeah. be our sponsors. <laughs> oh, no, you know. I mean, like, campy could be a good thing. Yeah, so campy can be. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah. tell yet, you know. Willow is super campy. Seems like they're, they're going <laughs> in that direction. Like, so, um, Batwoman is, uh, is lesbian, and she has a lover Ooh. that who is apparently, like, abducted in some way right. that she has to go save. And this is uh, taking place after the events of uh, Bruce Wayne exiting the picture. Right, right. I'm assuming. Uh, the character um, is Bruce Wayne's cousin. Gotcha. So, uh, it's, and she stumbles... Bat- up- Batwoman is Bruce Wayne's cousin? Yes. Oh, okay. And then uh, she stumbles upon the Batcave um, mm. inadvertently. Well, right. kind of purposefully, but um, it wasn't meant to be found. So right. that's how uh, she assumes the, the mantle. Right. Mm. She, that's how she assumes the cowl. The, <laughs> the suit actually doesn't largely look like feminized in any way. It just seems right. as if she like slapped it on. I noticed that. They weren't trying to emphasize her mountainous boobs or well, buttocks. Which happens in a lot of <laughs> other uh, like fantasy armor. Oh, right? You have the boob armor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which would like crack your sternum, sternum if you ever got hit. Well, yeah. usually I think in a lot of comic universe type shows, they try to take heroines and put them in spandex and really right. oh, yeah. emphasize the bosoms. I've never and the noticed. Bums. Yeah. You've never noticed? I'm just kidding. I've, I've, I notice all the Did time. You actually, <laughs> no, say I was going to say, Earl, how very, uh, <laughs> very woke uh, of you yeah, so to woke not of you. notice this yeah. mountainous bosom. Is it oh woke my. or is it just something else? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, um, so the, she, she cuts a nice figure. I do agree, yeah. judging from that trailer, it, it, it felt a bit C W E. Uh, but we'll have to find out, right? Yeah, we'll find out. I think it fits yeah. in with the rest of the uh, the CW slate, so mm-hmm. <laughs> like tonal wise, Riverdale, um, yeah, and all that. Riverdale, which is what I'm saying, well, like, good. Like Flash and like uh, all that other stuff. Um, but uh, enough of Batwoman. We're moving on to Minecraft Earth. Yay! Oh man. Um, so Minecraft Earth is a new uh, AR game for mobile. That uh, is being, uh, I don't know who's developing it, actually. It's not Niantic. It's, it's probably Microsoft is what I was reading earlier, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, it's basically Minecraft in, in the real world. Minecraft meets Pokemon Go, which is super interesting. Um, I don't know if they mentioned a um, price point yet or if it's free to play. It says it's free to play right here. Shut up, Earl. And, um, <laughs> uh, but it looks super interesting. Yeah. Did you guys I- see the trailer? Uh, I, yeah, I just saw I the did not get to see it. it so playing. you guys are going to have to describe <laughs> it to me. No, it's all good. I mean, like, essentially, Earl was saying that it's, like, somewhat like Pokemon Go. Yeah, yeah. The, the per- premise of, like, Minecraft is just, like, going out into the world, finding materials, hitting a tree until you get, like, a certain resources, resource. Yeah. And then you build houses and whatnot to Fun. defend yourself from the little monsters that come at night. So I'm assuming because Microsoft is the one making this, they moved on from like the HoloLens 
right. uh, thing that they were making with Minecraft and translating it to this, which I think is a good idea because it's more accessible to children. Like, right. not everyone has is, a HoloLens. Not everyone has a HoloLens. Right. Nor are they like selling this like. You know, they're pretty expensive, right? Right. Just to yeah. um, clarify, the HoloLens is like their version of like Google Glass. Mm-hmm. It's like an AR headset that, you know, you right. can, where it projects things onto your, um, or you can see things um, in augmented reality. Um, yeah. So digital things being projected upon the real world. I mean, the demonstration looked really nice. I was really impressed by that, but it's, you know, again, not all of us get access to that. So it's nice that we're going to have this. Right. Yeah, I think I'd, I'll I'll definitely install it. I've, it's been a while since I played Pokemon Go, so I know I think it's I, been I a while for all of us. It, the the popularity skyrocketed, and then it went. Whoosh. Oh my gosh! It was like Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that year that Pokemon Go came out, that year at uh, Comic Con was insane. Mm-hmm. Really? There was like yeah, there's so many people going around. I was playing like on the bus, like to and from Con. Yeah, like but everybody was. It, it, you know the cell towers were. Was everyone like bumping into each other because they were just like, yeah. There was like, excuse me, was like excuse, excuse me, me, I gotta get my Pikachu. Yeah, get my Pokeballs. You know that's what I sounded like I, for I, some reason. For me, <laughs> Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Wizarders never late. <laughs> No, but I just remember thinking, like, so how do we win this game? And people were like, you don't. Mm. There is no way to win. You just keep playing. I was like, what the fuck are we doing this? It's like D&D. That's why. Or World of Warcraft. You just don't. Warcraft? Warcraft. Dear Jesus, Earl. (laughs) Earl. World of Warcraft. Anyway. Yeah. So that was that. I'm looking forward to kids, like, randomly walking up to, like, trees on the sidewalk and just going, like, twack, twack, twack. (laughs) You (laughs) You said twat, twat, twat. Twack, 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 twack. Though I guess like the actions are performed on your phone, right? Oh, like, so not you don't in actually have to life. do yeah, yeah. this. Right, right. Like, Whoa. <laughs> so like generous. I know. Yeah. Master bat. You don't have to master bat. We don't need to master bat any trees. <laughs> <laughs> um, Glad we're late. Stop it, show. Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. No one wants to see that. Um, I mean, uh, a few other trailers did drop uh, earlier today, or earlier this week, too. We got a Westworld trailer right season yeah, three we did and then which uh, looked nothing like westworld kind of confusing right yeah I, I like the whole time i was like i oh, did i click on the right trailer but we're not yeah. up to date no we're not but someone is yeah. oh that someone is me so um i really loved season one right and season two disappointed me so much right. like game of thrones yeah. disappoint or like um <laughs> Actually, yeah, similarly, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. similarly, because it, yeah. it went off the, the rails. first one was, was perfect. It was right. a masterpiece. masterpiece. Actually, yeah. I think that the first one c- was constructed assuming that maybe they weren't going to get renewed. Yeah, yeah. So they wove themselves into a knot and, and yeah, had a really, perfect. You don't have really to go like more. poignant ending that yeah. you know didn't need to continue past that. Mm-hmm. So then the second season went into like opening up a lot of like. Without giving away any spoilers, really, right? Yes. It just opened up a lot of different cans that could have been closed already and then took these really deep characters and ironed them out so that they were just like skeletons and shards of what we know them to be Mm. without like really growing them or transforming them. So I guess it is kind of similar to what I'm going to say. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. Also our, (laughs) our guest host Nikki has not, Oh, caught up on Game of so Thrones, so we're, we're not avoiding spoilers. Delve into that. Not, try not to step on minds right now. She comes on the show. Yeah, um, she's not here. But yet. We will talk about it later. From the chat, uh, thank you, Quasi Word. It uh, Minecraft mm-hmm. Earth is being developed by Mojang. So, Ooh. yeah, Ooh, thanks, Mojang. Mojang. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're we're thanks, not actually Mojang. talking about this. No, yeah, Anyone speaking terms thanks, with Mojang. Mojang. 
Thanks, Mojang. Thanks, Mojang. <laughs> um, but we were, there was also that uh, Stranger Things trailer or the the teaser that dropped. Yes, yeah. and Billy uh, is seducing Mike's mom. Yeah, she was totally into him at the end. They of, were uh, already right. having like a flirtation. Yeah, it's like oh yeah, Mrs. Robinson shit. Right. right, absolutely. I finished the second yeah. season. You did. It, you did. I had like a oh. few more episodes to go. It's okay. Oh. Yeah, you gotta see it. I had like you two more episodes, it. and then I'll be finished. It's really. I was really enjoying it. Nice. It's um, Billy looked sexy. Great. Right. Billy is great. He's a really good actor. Did, have you seen yeah. his audition, the audition tape? You told me amazing. his tape was amazing. Yeah, it was great. Oh I got to see it. It was chilling. I was like, yeah. I, I wish I could put it down on an, an audition like that. That's I'm, nuts. I'm sure he's like really nice I know. in person. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy in person, but he plays an asshole so well. He's also got that Dear like God. pretty douchebag face. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like Gaston, mm-hmm. you know? No. That was my fault. Our final item is uh, a Black Mirror trailer dropped. <laughs> That's it. Uh, <laughs> 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 it, it well, it, like I love Black Mirror. The so last I. season, mm. I was like, I liked Bandersnatch. I know I a lot of people hated it. I didn't hate it. I, I, I mean, it didn't have the most satisfying endings right. for me, but I liked what they were trying to do. And this latest season, I don't know if you guys, yeah, you guys watched the trailers. Right. Mm-hmm. As with all uh, Black Mirror trailers, it's kind of impossible to know exactly, what exactly what's gonna going to happen. On, right? mm-hmm. One of them has Miley Cyrus. She seems to As be some star. kind of pop star who yeah. infuses her consciousness into like a little, like little an avatar. Doll. Yeah. And then. Looks like a pop. Uh, what are these called? Pop like, figurines. Uh, like a Funko Pop. Funko, Funko Pop. It's like a yeah. Funko Pop. And then there's another one featuring like a mostly African-American cast having a barbecue. And then there's right. some kind of like ha- cat on a hot tin roof type tension going on. I don't know. <laughs> right. And then the third one has Brick. has has Moriarty from Sherlock looking oh, yeah. psycho. The actor yeah. Moriarty? That's the actor right. Moriarty from, oh, the, nice from Sherlock. Mm-hmm. BBC Sherlock. BBC and not, Sherlock. Okay, not um, Guy Ritchie Sherlock. Not, no, Guy, no. not Guy Ritchie Sherlock. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two very that's different all we know. Moriarty's. Yeah. <laughs> Who I actually think the guy that played Moriarty in the BBC Sherlock would have right. been an excellent Ramsey. Ramsey. He's a bit he older, though. Ramsey. Yeah. I feel Ramsey is supposed to be right. younger. Like, he's young. He's pretty young. No, but like a boy. He's, like, he's a He's a boy he's a bastard. Boy? Yeah, he's in the a book. Boy. Yeah. Gosh, so okay. But they both got that crazy eye look. Right. Pat. Yeah, they got that. They got that going on. I know exactly what she's talking about. Well, without further ado, I would like to bring up our special guest for the episode. Welcome, Nikki Sun. Please join us at the table. In the middle, so he looks like a Vogan pimp. <laughs> oh no! Hey, Completely. Asian girls. Excuse me, we're the ones in power. <laughs> this is true. Completely yeah. antithetical to reality. <laughs> oh my god! Um, just to let you, you know. You mean antithetical? Yeah. Is okay. that, you said antithetical. You said antithetical. I don't know. Uh, what I, I, I Stop I trying I to act like you're smart, Earl. I'm just oh kidding. God. Oh my god. <laughs> 
The Blazers we take some blows from all sides. <laughs> oh God. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Nikki. Hi, Yay. Nikki. Thank you. Can we for joining say that us. Uh, Jen and I actually watched a movie with Nikki last December with a mutual friend and right. didn't realize it was we the same We didn't realize girl. that, oh, you know, we were like trying were to research you. We watched Shop Shoplifters, which was yeah, amazing. With our, with, yeah. Oh, go, 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 go. Yeah, and the Japanese movie. I remember oh, right, 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 right. you being there and you were wearing a dress and yeah. you were talking to all these boys. And I was like, <laughs> are you an actress? And she was like, yeah, I act. I was like, oh, you look like an actress. That's so funny because I don't act anymore. But yeah, oh. like it's such oh. a juxtaposition. Like I'm such a dude in real life. <laughs> I mean, like I talk. Text. She's got like <laughs> eyeshadow, <laughs> lip gloss on. Yeah, you yeah. have a really cool brushed. shirt. You have the coolest shirt ever. I, I love this shirt. Oh my gosh! Yay! Welcome. Oh yes. Oh hello. Um, yes. So, Nikki, where are you from originally? Originally from the Yay area. Right. Oh. And I moved down to Los Angeles six years ago on April Fool's Day. Really? Oh, heck yeah. Was there a meaning to that or just kind of happened that way? No, it just happened that way, but everybody thought I was kidding too. So when I did, I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Joke's nice. On it's you. a joke. Yeah. <laughs> what up, fools? Yeah. Oh, Wait, awesome. she's really driving away. <laughs> oh, hang on, hang on. <laughs> well, welcome. Thank you. Six years later. Yeah. Right, right, right. Seriously. We're glad to Amazing. have you here. Yes. We should have bought a cake. Too. I know. We should have oh. bought a cake so you could like... I mean, we missed the anniversary. You know. April Fool's was last month. Ah, so. damn it. Okay. Yeah. Well, we can still have cake. 6.1 anniversary. I love cake. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to have an excuse for cake. True. Exactly. The cake True. doesn't need to be a lie. <laughs> but that's why I was singing cake. Oh my cake, gosh. Cake, portal. Cake. <laughs> <laughs> I love Portal. I can't believe I played Portal on a MacBook. Did, oh yeah, like you were just saying that. Left and right clicks were just like touches. Wow. So imagine the confusion. Anyway. I couldn't even. <laughs> I was already confused with the controller. Jeez. And so what What? Uh, what got you into uh, entertainment? Oh, gosh. I Back in the Bay, I was a producer for Mix TV, which okay. is like the Asian American version of BET, Music, <gasps> Lifestyle, and Entertainment. I was a show producer there and then you know, brought a whole bunch of Asian American right. YouTubers and influencers to feel like they were a part of mainstream, right, for once. And then um, started my own channel, Now You Know, which I interview a lot of up-and-coming, aspiring Asian American and multi-ethnic entertainers. Right. And um, after we all got let go from Mix, because it's easier to pay for a show versus then hire a full house team, right? Right. Uh, I was like, what do I do now? And... I think I was like, I think it's time to move to L.A. Cause, nice. uh, wow. Yeah. And, but that took me three years to make that decision. So, yeah, six years ago, it took me a long time to get here. But now that I'm here, I'm, it's been a blast. Wait, you must have been really young when you got mixed up with <laughs> mixed TV. Yeah. I would say literally after college, I kind of, that was one of my first jobs. Okay. Yeah. Where'd you go? I went to UC Davis. UC Ooh. Davis? I've been in the Bay Area for a while. We're all UC kids here. Yeah. That's right. We are. Yeah. Represent. Represent. Wait, from yeah. where? Uh, uh, Irvine. Irvine. Riverside. Santa Barbara. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All so different so ones. So we can all hate on UCLA no, together. You <laughs> <laughs> UCLA. You suck. You should have accepted wow. me. Ruh, ruh, ruh. I had a nice SAT score. Anyways, um, I'm not bitter at all. Um, <laughs> I didn't even apply to UCLA. <laughs> Good, because they suck. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, anyways, so you, you, how did you get into show producing? Um, I think it's just I've always been a one-woman band. I started off as a journalist reporter um, at UC Davis. There was a, was that your major? Um, communication was okay. broadcasting wasn't really a major there. I would have gone to SF State for broadcasting, but I wasn't exactly sure I wanted to go right into broadcasting. Uh -huh, uh -huh. But when I was um, 
a reporter at UC Davis, uh, I joined the Aggie TV, which is the student television right. station. Mm. And one of my stories on the protests ended up on CNN. Oh, cool. And, oh, which protest? Uh, the student tuition increase at, for 32% increase on tuition and it really oh, affected okay. a lot of like that was middle like class. I think I remember that. And, or it, so? and it dissolving like multi ethnic and right. you know um, studies. Okay. I remember um, that. So there was a huge, you know, peaceful protest, but yeah, it went it went online and, and that was the moment I realized that I could do something. You, you know certainly as a student, have yeah. You know, like right. I don't have to be like at a certain like three-letter <laughs> station in order for me to affect change. And I think yeah. that's mm -hmm. what really inspired me to, like, I have a voice. Let me use it. Well, look Absolutely. where you are today. <laughs> that's awesome. On Pan Geekery, the top podcast in the nation. <laughs> My God. <laughs> <laughs> streaming How in the world. hardworking and lucky she is. <laughs> Amazing. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, so you did that... Sorry, I'm like totally. I'm like so curious. I'm like taking over. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no, no. I was just if you have something, yeah, absolutely. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I have so oh, oh, go ahead, Jen. Okay. Yeah. Um. So like, we know that you are multidisciplinary as well. A couple of us do like a variety of things in the arts as well. And you know, like with people in the arts who do multiple avenues, like writing, producing, mm. acting, directing, all those hats. Um, what do you find like inspires you when you feel like you're in a creative rut? Ooh, you know, that's a great question too, because I think when I've noticed lately when I'm at networking events, people are always asking, what do you do? And yeah. it's really right. hard to say what I do without feeling like it's a cliche or, or them like, being like, oh, so she's oh, not really good at any of them. <laughs> yeah. She's just disillusioned. She doesn't know what she wants to do. Yeah, but yeah. I've, ha I've been fascinating. <laughs> so I I've gotten to the point where I just say I'm a host and filmmaker because filmmaker encompasses hosting, directing, producing, yeah. editing, mm -hmm. you know, all that stuff. And mm. it just helps me kind of consolidate yes. everything. But when I'm in a creative rut, really, it is um, just really supporting people of in my community. It really has inspired me when I am in a rut to just go out, support, you know, a friend who is performing at a show or maybe a friend's film that just, you know, launched. You're supporting. You're also being able to interact and you're also able to get inspired by, wow, right. you created that. Like, I want to create, too. <clears throat> it was just like for me, in American Idol, I used to grow up singing uh, country music. And oh. I would stop singing. But when I would watch American Idol and see other people sing, I'm like, oh, they're going for their dreams. I kind of <laughs> want to do it now. So it's kind of like right. that. It inspires you. It motivates you. Um, and then also go outside and, you know, get away from the computer screen every now and then, too. And social media, too, is like a huge thing, you know. It's mm -hmm. like you can't live with it, but you can't live without it. But I'm learning these days to really kind of start living without it. I try, but... Ooh, wow. But, so you only yeah. check Instagram Brave. every other hour. Yes, every other That's hour. That's genius. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Holy crap. Impossible. Like Self-control. <laughs> it's uh, kind of like whoa. push versus fetch. Yeah. Like in, <laughs> in iPhone. Wait, so, okay. So I checked out your IMDb, did a little stalking. I'm just kidding. No, I checked out your IMDb. It says you're an actor, an editor, a director, a cinematographer, a writer, a host, a batwoman, <laughs> uh, a vigilante. Like, what? <laughs> Don't, and you're a singer? Yeah. Well, so, it was so funny that you said Batwoman. I literally posted something today uh, saying that I was Batwoman because I just souped up my car by installing LED lights what? into it. And it's like red and black. And I'm like, so yes. you're like a car techie <laughs> I'm person. a tech head for sure. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get into that? Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Badass. Yeah. Overall. Star talk. How did you get into tech? 
culture. Yeah, well, I mean, growing up in the Bay and also growing up being the person that would be the in-house person to like fix an LCD screen or like connect a computer when it wasn't working in classrooms. Mm -hmm. I always was fascinated with taking things apart and putting things back together. Um, But the moment I moved down here, literally the day after I had an interview with Google for the Google Glass team. Nice. I know you mentioned that earlier. And um, I got the job. And I came down for entertainment, but then that happened, and I always wanted to be like, I want to tell my parents that I worked at Google or worked in tech. You know, <laughs> no, that's how, awesome. How I at least tried, parents. <laughs> <laughs> Look no. at me. You must be very patient doing all that troubleshooting, like a, back home. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I love I love figuring out how things work, though. I yeah. think that's just in right. life. Like, you guys, that's, that's so great. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Understanding yeah. the system, the system, by what science. <laughs> By what mechanism does this operate? <laughs> and then I took it apart and, and looked on it the inside. Together. You know, like my hype women, I just <laughs> bring them everywhere I go. That's they come awesome. as a package, apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, That's I great. could use the money. <laughs> We're like basically joined at the hip, yeah. Caitlin and I, so, so uh, if you want to join in on this. <laughs> so we have a question from uh, chat. What is your favorite country music song? Ooh. Oh, anything by Shania Twain. <gasps> Shania Twain. Wow. Can you uh, sample? Sample. 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 Oh, my God. Just a little something. Mm-hmm. 10 seconds, 20 seconds. Let's oh go. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This is like you're putting me on the spot <laughs> here. <laughs> Just go for it. Go I wasn't even warmed up yet. Let me drink out of this Top podcast in the nation. <laughs> Your fan base will skyrocket, girl. Yeah, let's oh go. Yeah. Okay, this one was, um, any man of mine better be proud of me. Even when I'm ugly, you still better love me. And I can be late for a date, that's fine. But you better be on time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Very cool. <laughs> I, I just got back from stagecoach too, so that oh, was nice. interesting. Going with my friends, it's like an unassuming Asian person at a stagecoach. That was just always you get so a lot of that reminds me of Yellow right. Rose, which was the opening yeah. night. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, Yellow right, Rose. Right. Yeah, me I too. Like, I was in the front I row. Brought my cowboy hat and boots. You I literally have. just got back from stagecoach and went yeah. to LAPFF, and I was like, oh my god, Asian girls singing country yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> Asian girls singing country. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel so seen. Oh, girl, you 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 slacked on that one. That should have been you. <laughs> that should have been you. Congrats to her on her two Tony yeah. nominations. She's amazing. amazing. I gotta watch wow. this. Wow, I know. Her acting is, she's never even been in a short film. Because Ur- she's film. so yeah. good. Everybody so, has been Ava talking about the last couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Um, well, that was great. Uh, so <laughs> I want to know, so you started a YouTube channel. When was mm-hmm. that? That was back in college days, too, because we had a lot of YouTubers come to the campus, but not a lot of people knew who they were unless you were Asian. So or, this you is know. when YouTube kind of just first started. Yeah, it kind of just gotcha. started, too. And then okay. I was like, you know, I, I'm a news reporter, but no one wants to put this on the channel. And mm. I wanted to live somewhere. And on top of that, I don't like cutting people's words because I feel like news has a way of just kind of, you know, cutting it down to the 30 seconds that could make or break you and I wanted people to feel comfortable in sharing their story and providing a platform that you know I'm not Oprah or Ellen but at least I am interested in my people and like the culture and the community I'm trying to create and that was a very huge thing for me Um, so Mm -hmm. that helped me connect with a lot of Asian American organizations, a lot of multimedia, and just saying that I am a woman, I'm a woman of color, and this is what I stand for and represent. And I think it's something that's in this day and age right now is something that's wanted. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, Absolutely. Yes. So just finally. That. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in now to be diverse. Yes. It's, it's like fun to be in. Nikki Sun. <laughs> <laughs> you wish you were this. So uh, I saw your uh, it's not a phase. interview with Sharon Lee. 
Oh, Shannon Lee. I'm just yeah. sure. Oh, gosh, gosh. Shirley I'm, Earl. Get up. <laughs> go, Kelly. Kelly. Sharon Lee anymore. Today is just not my day. Star Wars. I know. I miss my bus. I lose my phone. Oh my God. by not getting her facts straight. I know. Hey, it's only because this breakdown is incorrect, by the way. Oh my God. It's producer's fault. Yeah. I'm going to, I can't change it. That is super, super embarrassing. Um, Shannon Lee, because like I'm such a big Bruce Lee fan. Oh my yes, god! Yes. But how was I was going to say that that it was an awesome interview. I mean, oh, what you. did that feel like? I was, you know, watching it through the whole thing. Right. Um, my dad passed away, mm. um, and in his columbarium there is a, a Bruce Lee bobblehead because that's how oh. much mm. like Bruce Lee impacted him. Right. Wow. And so for me to actually get to share that story with uh, Shannon meant so mm. much. Aww. And that's even amazing. after this, you know, for me, when I interview people, we're at this point where we're like friends, you know, right. it's hard to have like a 30 minute conversation or interview with someone for someone you don't know or mm -hmm. are inspired Absolutely. by. And so I'm very proud <clears throat> and happy to say that after that interview, like Shannon and I are like really good friends. And that's, wow. that's so you awesome. Know, and it's oh one of those things where she gifted me like the the Bruce Lee jacket I wore today and I wear it everywhere what? I go because it just means so much to me and I think um, connecting with her and being able to say I know you're Bruce Lee's daughter but you're so much more than Bruce Lee's daughter yeah. to feel like mm -hmm. that's your adjective and your yeah. like right. description everywhere you go like yeah. it's yeah. like you're a queen in your own right Absolutely. and I think that's for me when I interview people I, I'm very genuine and authentic with why I want to interview them and I think that's how that interview came to happen right. um, but just really also talking awesome. about yeah. filmmaking and her stepping into the role of you know mm -hmm. protecting her father's you know words and craft and mm -hmm. legacy and really pushing for a script that was hidden 50 years ago and yeah. bringing it back to life that was such a cool like moment just to actually yeah. see his actual handwriting and right. I'm like whoa this is like a legend in the making yeah. and I'm like oh my god this is amazing so. when when did that interview take place that mm -hmm. interview I think <clears> that <throat> happened in uh, might have been late April I think it was late April it was definitely of this after year back. of this year oh wow yeah. Yeah. congrats thank you and it was yeah. uh, we also talked about Warriors so I know that's a yeah, hey. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had a chance to catch it yet, but like I'm, I'm champing at the bit to get to it. Like, yeah, champing yeah. at the bit, chomping yeah. at the bit, chomping, chomping, it is, champing. It's champing, chomping. I think it's, it's champing. champing. It's champing. Champing. Yep, it's champing. Oh, at the bit. Yeah. interesting. I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> you only get one. Yeah. All right, yeah. chaos. Sit down, chaos. Right, chaos. Right, right. Chaos. I know. Uh, wait, can we talk a second about filmmaking? Yeah. Right. I heard you're a fantastic Asian woman filmmaker <coughs> Aww, in the hisans. So, what are your what are your past projects, current projects? Tell us your background. Sure. So, I just recently launched a tech channel catered to the filmmaking and video production community in Women's History Month. I've gone to many convention trade shows as one of the few women who get to speak and have access to a mic. And I want to provide more access and accessibility for women and people of color 
to really get into the filmmaking world and have the access and support that they need. So I started a channel. Um, I launch a video every Thursday. It's anything from three vi awesome audio setups under $250 for your next video production. That's freaking yeah. awesome. To like an interview on the latest tech product <clears throat> that came out of NAB. Um, so it's like that kind. And also I want to be able to highlight an interview of female filmmakers on my mm -hmm. channel. So I know okay. I do a lot of interviews with Asian Americans on my other channel, but on this channel, I really want to focus like maybe it's lighting tips or mm. you know how to direct with director Patty Lee, who was the first Asian woman of color inducted to the ASC, <gasps> and oh. you know all that stuff. And I love filmmaking. I love actually operating the camera. Mm. Um, I think a lot of times when I was on set, sometimes people be like, "Are you an actor or are you a hair and makeup artist?" And I'm like, "No, I'm the director." Or <laughs> right. Bitch, get the mic drop. So it's one of those things that it takes time, it takes progress, but I've been uh, surrounded by a lot of female filmmaker groups and mm -hmm. Time's Up AAPI, and we just really want to create that change and kind of disrupt the 4% challenge that less than 4% of filmmakers or DPs and directors are women. And then right. more, even that. more so. I'm surprised it's even that much. Yeah yeah, 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 even that much. Yeah, it's like women and then also women of color, mm -hmm. it takes up even less of that. What percentage so. of Asian female directors and DPs do you think are out there in Hollywood? Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. It's like 0 0.1 or something. Uh, yeah, 0. I would say it's, like, yeah. it's less than 2%. Yeah, yeah for you sure. Because I would say Kusama. less than 4% oh, yeah. are Karen women. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then less than 4% are women of color. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it, there is yeah. like a disparity there, and I'm hoping that my channel could at least, you know, affect some kind of change or if not, at least give highlight and shine to <clears throat> women who are really changing the game. And I'm a huge person that empowered women empower other women. Right. I think mm -hmm. society pits us against each other so much already mm -hmm. that I just want to celebrate and highlight the feats that these amazing women are doing and mm -hmm. they deserve shine. Really. They Absolutely. really deserve shine. Yeah. Amen to that. Let's all <laughs> snap to that. Let's all snap I can snap to that forever. That. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What oh, is yeah. your channel? So my name is Nikki, and my channel is called Tech Nikki Speaking. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Ooh. very nice. How do you how do you spell your Nikki? Um, it's N I C K I, and thank you for asking. Mm -hmm. Please cool. do not go to nikkisun.com spelt any other way. <laughs> oh, because that's a porn star, guys. <laughs> it's a porn star. If it, if it says, are Nikki. you eighteen or older? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's wow. not me. <laughs> Or is it? I, know. <laughs> I, I always joke you around. Be old she's enough. Norwegian, though, so you can't okay. get us confused. Oh. She's Norwegian? I know. She's Norwegian. She's Norwegian. She's a little My different. <laughs> her last name's Sun. Wow. I, I know, as if you didn't look her up, Earl. Like, as if you didn't like, look her up. Wow. Her mountainous bosom. I actually did not know this. If like you can call her a filmmaker and a right side to support. We got to support her. Other Nikki Sun. I would openly admit to that if I had known, but I did not. So, you know. Go home. Not innocent. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's great. It's a yeah. totally yeah. different type of filmmaking. Yeah, it's a different, different type different, of filmmaking. Different we both type. do entertainment. What's, just what different. type, Rodney? <laughs> hey, but, like, you know, hats off to female, right. like, yes. sex workers, adult, empowerment, uh, adult, adult film stars and yes. filmmakers. Yes. Yes. You know, there is... <laughs> Where we're veering into a different territory. There is a feminist, we appreciate you. There is feminist porn out there. Yeah. Yes. Erica Lust. Don't ask me how I know that. We um, learned about it in yeah. class. Oh, yeah, I learned about it in class yeah. too. I'm yeah. putting that in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Next week on Fan Geek Creek. I got a, I got a, uh, a YouTube uh, link in the chat and I'm kind of scared to click it. 
It's the other Nikki. It's the other Nikki going like, hey, yo, like, just drop a line. Just as long as you don't line. look at me weird than this oh fight. I'm like, that wasn't me. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so so you're doing intensive filmmaking. Can you tell us about your current project right now? Yes, mm. so I'm actually producing and casting director for my first uh, short pilot film. It's oh, you. Yeah, that's cast yeah. all of my <laughs> short pilot film? Yeah, I guess we'll say, well, short form in terms of SAG after terms, yeah. and then it is right. a pilot spec oh, okay. for TV show. Yeah, for gotcha. film okay. festivals, and mm. hopefully gets pitched to networks. Gotcha. But okay, it's really exciting. We have an all diverse women team, and very. I'm very intentional. So I'm actually looking right now for a female sound mixer and gaffer. Oh, I know. I was like, she's gonna ask uh, for something else. <laughs> PAs, and I'm very intentional. I would like to reach out to the women filmmakers first and give them mm. the opportunity. I have very amazing male ally friends who can totally do the job right but that's kind of been the standard for everything like we have it's easy access right but you sometimes need to work just a little bit harder yeah, yeah. to reach out to those people same thing right. when you're yeah. casting Asian Americans for film like mm -hmm. oh they just didn't try hard enough you say that there wasn't enough people but you didn't try hard right. enough and I really yeah. look the you emphasis know. is not right. to look though yeah. you know so now we are putting an emphasis on like there are talented mm -hmm. actors of color out there yeah. You Let's just need go. to find them. We need them. to target right. them. We Absolutely. need to target them. Yeah. yeah. Um, can I like join your? Can I join your forces? Your, your Kalisar. Your Kalisar. Kalisi. She's like Michael, my Misa right now. Kalisi. Yeah. Kalisi. 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 Don't get it. Yeah, because like right now you're like Asian Daenerys in my mind oh, right now, and I'm like, can I be your camp follower? Can I? I yeah. I've always been the mother of cameras. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. You should have a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have always been the mother of cameras. Hey, the is that shit. Well, That's my so my, my tagline is I got you in front and from behind, so I realize oh. it can be like a sexual innuendo. I was gonna say that's for the other Nikki's other one. But right. at the same time, I kind of like that you don't know what I really do. I like nice, that. Nice. I like you that. Makes you wanna do that, but I'm actually. Uh, working with a female woman of color uh, logo designer too for technically speaking because I literally cool. just launched and I feel like mm. now it's that time to really create a cool logo that really amplifies get what the glow I up yeah, yeah. Oh, get the glow, glow up, up. Awesome. glow, glow up, up from the flow up yep. yeah. <laughs> I, I, uh, when I was in high school I watched a nudes a news nude <laughs> I watched some nudes a news segment by Erica Lust <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, I watched a news segment on television mm. saying that the vast majority of film directors out there are male. Mm, yeah. And at the time, I remember thinking, well, that means I can't do it mm. because I'm a girl. Right. Yeah. And I'm a girl of color. I, mm. I'm not smart enough or capable enough or intelligent or talented enough to do something mm. like that. Uh, so for years, I didn't even think about going into Neither filming. are half those dudes, honestly. So. Yo, I And yet they have the audacity to right, try. Exactly. Sometimes I play yeah. this game with myself. I think, yeah. what would a mediocre white man do? Yep. I do and the answer bit, yeah. is always, yes, go for it. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. That's like uh, Jenny yeah. Yang's thing. Give me the confidence of a mediocre white yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. What's up, Jenny? Yeah. Shout out. Hey, Jenny Yang. But Just no, I yeah, agree with that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And that's the thing. I hope this channel, if anything, mm -hmm. shows me holding gear, shows me editing, doing yeah. things. I think more women and young girls and just people saw mm -hmm. that that 
they would feel like it's capable, it's doable. Well, who, right. Did you have influences yeah. growing up? Like, who inspired you to do this? Be um, so bold and audacious. Yeah. I think, well, <laughs> I think when I was doing a hosting and reporting, a lot of my editors at the time were male, and I wanted to learn how to edit my own stories. I didn't mm. like my words being edited a certain way. Mm. And also, right. it was like, I didn't want... Like my piece to fall in the hands of a guy felt a type of way about me, mm-hmm. you know. It's like oh, because mm-hmm. people catch feels if you're like working until like six a.m. in the morning, like <laughs> doing all this stuff. Right? Catch feels. <laughs> I don't catch what? feelings. I, I can keep it. What are you talking I about? I get it. <laughs> but you know, I never wanted to feel like something hindered me from doing something. So yeah. I'm like, I gotta yeah. learn how to do it. I gotta learn how to yes. shoot. I gotta learn how to edit. I gotta learn how to do all my stuff. Snaps. Mm-hmm. Doing Snaps. that and just being in the areas that I'm at, um, it's more like I'm collecting my fellow female. Community and being like, I got you. If you need a videographer, I got you. If you need an editor, I got you. Like if you don't feel comfortable with certain someone X, Y, and Z on your team, I got you. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the community I want to build. That's, I'm just that's like, awesome. What is what is <laughs> you're saying? I'm like, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're all getting hot and heavy over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the AC is off. Nikki son. No, no. <laughs> Caution, wet floor. Hold on, let's get a mop over here. Um, so, what can you tell us? It's hot in here. We did turn the AC off, though. I, we did. Um, yeah. So, Nikki, what is your new spec about? Yeah, I was going to ask, what's the show about? Oh, it's actually a friend's like personal project, but it's about this couple who go, who's married, and they go on a break. And everything oh. that ensues in that, and it's oh. a, is it a comedy cast. It's drama. A comedy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. and we have seventeen roles. Wow. Wow. And so I was looking through all the casting. I'm like, wow, this is what it's like to be on the other side. Because I did acting for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I did yeah, acting yeah. for a little bit, right. and then I was like, realized how much of control I like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like being able to, you know, have control. Yeah. Um, no real. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta see that real. I like, I know. you see what stands out yeah. now. If people mm-hmm. write little notes, or mm-hmm. you know, if people have a weird headshot or some. But Where's your slate shot? Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm not hiring. It's not a two for one deal, you know? Right. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know. It's been interesting, the process being on the other end of, mm. of it. But Exciting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So so you didn't write it, but you're producing it, right? Yeah, I'm producing it. And okay, you're in pre-production cool. now? or? Yeah, we're, we shoot um, June 7th through the 9th. Oh, cool. Yeah. So you're also in pre-production hell. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I'm there with you, sister. I'm in pre-production for a lot of things. I have my yeah. hand in a lot of hats, and I also own my own <clears> media company. So it's... Uh, between managing the two channels for a tech, my tech channel and my Now You Know show, I'm producing a film, and then I'm hosting the 3AF show awards this Thursday. And on my free time, I help freelance video shoot edit for other people mm. you're yeah. living the dream April Fool's joke my ass <laughs> she's yeah. killing it y'all yeah, yeah. this is all plot yeah. um, and your media yeah. company is called Nikki Sun Media yep it's just Nikki Sun Media cool and yeah no I think I just Marie Kondoed my entire life hey <laughs> you know? yeah. and so ever since you know quitting my full time job of three years and even relationships and mm-hmm. like my apartment like I literally went cold turkey like I literally Marie Kondoed wow. everything wow. Nice. and it has been such a huge difference in knowing what I want, putting mm-hmm. a plan into action, and mm-hmm. just going for it. Oh my gosh. And I used to take forever to make decisions. Yeah. But literally, I like t- uh, two weeks ago, I walked into the car dealership and like, I bought a car, <gasps> like right wow. there, and I installed lights in my car yesterday. And I was like, I would never have done this, like s- even last month. What are you rolling in? Ago. 
Oh, I got my new Scion. I am. So. Wow. I didn't know they still made Scion. I know. I but I like the fact that you can't get it again. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. I so love you just Scion. woke up and you're yeah. like, going to buy a car. Yeah. And you got the skirt lights? Is that what you got? Or? No, I installed the uh, LED lights from Type S Auto. So it's uh, app controlled smart so it can change. Oh. Wait, are they like colored? R- yeah. RGB? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's the post I just posted today, and I was like, you, "Well, now you can call me Batwoman." Yeah, because <laughs> right. I am an all black everything kind of person. Murdered out with a little bit of color, so now right, I got all right. black everything with a little bit of color. Nice, yeah. nice. holy shit! Oh, right. So we have to wrap up this mm-hmm. section. Damn. Okay, but um, that was awesome. That was inspirational, and wow! Like, can I we ask one more question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like in ten years, where do you want to be? Gosh, I never know. I'm like, what am I doing tomorrow? Um, <laughs> but no, I really would love to be able to own, own and operate and have my own studio production company, like a physical location, right. and be able to provide opportunities for filmmakers, women, people of color, really want to champion those changes and, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. Mm-hmm. But it would be a dream to do that and direct, like, you know, something that's maybe Emmy-worthy. I, I feel like I've done mm-hmm. things that... You know, I don't think I deserve accolades or anything. We have this imposter syndrome sometimes. Yep. Yes. You know, like, oh, I'm not good enough or whatever. But I'm like, if I don't do it, some other mediocre white man. <laughs> <laughs> so I should it's true, though. say should yes do yeah. and do it and then prove. Because that's the only way we can do it, right? You know, yeah. we yeah. need to, like, feel confident and do it. Um, mm. Otherwise, we just pass up opportunities all the time. But yeah. I really wanted to also provide opportunities too. Like I'm very much a champion of change, and I want to be able to, you know, break the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, break the wheel. So can me and Jen join your be club? Your, yeah. Absolutely. Oh my god, I'm I'll, so I'll excited. Be a, I'll be an actor in everything. I can I, play a tree. I can play a rock. I I'll, can. I'll do everything. Any kind of collaboration yeah. or work uh-huh. or slavery yeah. servitude. <laughs> so, wow. She's really. Willing you to have my sword. Herself, you guys. We call that an internship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, she's a really good coffee bitch. (laughs) Uh, Walter in the chat says mediocre for the win. (laughs) Mediocre for the win. That is, that's a very Walter thing to say, Walter. Indeed, indeed. Wow, this is great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. And I wish I could contribute to your Game of Thrones, but I have not caught up. It's fine. We don't want to mess it up for you. I would never want to mess up. Yeah, let's not. Yeah. This, yeah. That yeah. This, yeah, for yeah. this thing. Best seasons yep. of them all. Best seasons. Seven and eight. Yeah. I've been avoiding the chat. Uh, how far are you? How far uh, back? I just finished episode, uh, season six yesterday. That's what I mean. Oh. Like, that's like the best oh. seasons. So. Seven and eight. Well, I wish you luck on wish your you journey. you luck on that journey. Yeah. <laughs> the worst is yet to come. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- thank you, Nikki. Um, yeah, thank you all. As we say goodbye to Nikki, we're going to go into a quick break. We're going to show you guys <laughs> some videos. Some videos from a um, a recent uh, kind of cooking show we did with Chef Ralph Degala, um, and a uh, Game of Thrones themed dinner that we uh, helped all help prepare from a couple of weeks ago. So Yay. enjoy that, and we'll be back in about five. I gotta use the bathroom. Ten room. in ten. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye for now. And we're on break. Gosh, you're so cool. I know. Uh, how's it going, everyone? So uh, we're back from our break. So you just saw a little taste of uh, the video that uh, Rodney cut together for the that uh, Game of Thrones themed dinner. Uh, we're going to have the rest of that uh, video up soon. So check that out on our YouTube 
probably. Yes, I'm going to say yes, probably our YouTube because we don't have any other accounts. <laughs> yeah. What other video, video streaming? Vimeo. I don't know. <laughs> Check that out on our, our, our Facebook. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Chaos. Is that Chaos. anything like Facebook? 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 Yeah, yeah Facebook. Um, so, guess what we're talking about? Game, Game of Thrones, Thrones. Na, 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 the finale, na, 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 na. series finale, the Iron, the yeah, the series finale, finale. the right. Iron Throne, entitled the Iron, the Iron Throne. Right. So, oh God, there's so much to say. There's lots to say, but um, we are going to start off with a quick recap of the episode. So, uh, Jen, did you want to do that? Or? Um, yeah, let's just mouth off what we saw. Right. Okay. So, uh, starting off, we see that. Uh, King's Landing is in shambles. Right. Tyrion walks through the shambles. He finds uh, the bodies of his siblings, Jamie and Cersei, lying in the rubble. He cries, and uh, we Very see well as well. Right. Like, oh yeah, he's, he's that. That's a performance for Peter. And he's not many people are yeah. um, are left in King's Landing alive. Nope. Yeah, and the ones that yeah. are are like, like messed up. the yeah. fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's essentially like they've experienced genocide. Is what happened, um, and then Daenerys gives the speech on top of the stairs, <laughs> that is akin to something like fantasy Hitler. It's like a mind you know? right. Like she wants to take over the entire world and purge them of like tyrants everywhere, not seemingly oblivious of the fact that she is becoming the tyrant that she so um, wants to purge the world of. Right. And uh, what else happens? Um, then we move on to uh, Tyrion. Tyrion. He, he gets arrested. He throws he away the throws hand. away the hand job. That's right. Hand job. The hand job. And, uh, he throws, he throws away. the hand job. He discards it. <laughs> discards the hand job. He takes a pin and then abdicates from his position as the like hand boss. Right. right. Yeah. Which is an act of treason. So Absolutely. she imprisons him. No, no, the act of treason is that she let Jamie. He let Jamie go. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, so that. Yeah. Double this treason. Is the this is the final. Yeah. yeah. He didn't report Varys either. Like at mm -hmm. the time. Well, well, yeah. No, she said, "If you fail me one last time," and it mm -hmm. was when she let. It's when he let Jamie. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. But he ends up uh, in shackles, and they throw him in. Um, well, I guess they're they're makeshift uh, prison for the time being. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, John comes by, and they have a little chit chat. So Tyrion basically convinces John, or at least tries to convince him in this moment, that Daenerys has gone off the deep end, and that. In order to bring peace back into the world, John needs to reconsider doing what is right for the world, mm. as he has in the past. And so, he implies that John must kill Danny. And Dan, I mean, and John struggles with this for a moment until later, he does decide to follow through with this, and he meets Daenerys, who is surprisingly alone. Mm. I know. In the, in what was that all about? Right. Yeah. No guards. And, uh, you know, well, there's they, a, there's a Drogon outside, yeah, I guess, right? Yeah. And then uh, essentially, Danny says that Danny tries to recruit John in saying that if you join me and we join forces, we could take over the world. Yes. Pinky. Um, and of Try course, he take over seems the world. like he obliges. He closes in for a kiss, and then he stabs her. And the then heart. Drogon, the last remaining dragon, comes by and. Doesn't burn John to a crisp. Cradles Danny, flies off. No, no, no! no. Oh, you melts, forgot. Yeah, oh, what happened? The most important melts part. The, oh, he melts, melts the Iron, the Iron throne. throne in some freaking meta-ass uh, symbolic shit. Right. right. Um, flies away. Okay. Then we we fast forward to three or four weeks later. Right. Something like that. And King's Landing looks like it's in one piece. Surprisingly, I know. What was that? 
<laughs> anyway, like well, they rebuilt the city from the ground. We'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, the same people that built all the uh, ironborn ships. <laughs> a, th- a, sh- right. a fleet of a thousand mm-hmm. ships. Fleet yeah. of a thousand ships. Yeah. Same people. Okay. Oh gosh. And okay. then um. Uh, there's a council. There's a council that has convened from all the the large houses. Well, actually, before the council, Tyrion is not executed at this point. Still, Uh, he's let out by Grey Worm, Mm -hmm. and um, he speaks in front of the lords and ladies of Westeros. And Tyrion basically proposes that Bran be the new king, the new ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. You're right. Because he is the keeper of Of our stories. stories. Yes. And what bands people together into tribes and into cultures and houses is their shared stories. Mm -hmm. Our stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then. And then uh, Bran accepts this with a very knowing glance. Sansa claims that the North is now independent, a la Scotland. (laughs) Um, What else happens? Ireland. And Jon Snow is condemned to be a member of the Night's Watch once more. Yeah, because there's no way they would let him go, so they, mm. they seek a compromise. With but the, the very people right. who would kill him end up leaving shortly after. <laughs> they do, right. right, forever. Mm-hmm. So, so... Also, the Night's Watch still exists, even though there are no more White Walkers. Right. right. So what are they f- there for? Anyways, well, it's well, like we're a gonna, yeah, we're just doing yeah. the... Yeah, we're we're sorry. Yeah, yeah, we're just we're just talking. We're about just it. going through it, yeah. and then yeah. uh, Arya. Well, we see Sansa getting coronated as Queen of the North right. in a very beautiful gown with right. rare wood leaves I did, on I the did sleeves. Like, I like that part. Um, Arya basically announces in a very heartfelt goodbye to Jon that she's going to travel and sail the world as right. an explorer and is going to sail west of Westeros, and that about concludes it. Right, Our, we end on Jon. Riding north with the wildlings, north of the wall, and looking back as the gate shuts down. So and the signs of uh, of spring are spreading around the uh, right. Yeah. They walk right. into the forest, and the forest seems to have um, melted. Somewhere. And most important, yeah. he pets ghost. He yes. pets ghost. Yes. Thanks HBO for that. Yes. Okay. Well, that recap made us sound like we had overall positive attitudes about everything. You know? <laughs> well, it's, you, it's being you very know, like I, you know very matter I'm of fact to be about neutral. things, right? You guys go first. Okay. Um, you guys go, go ahead, first. Earl. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Earl>. uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, I propose that <laughs> um, uh, let, let's talk about a few highs first. Um, Mm -hmm. well, John pet ghost. Um, that was definitely high for me. Um, uh, cause he's still the goodest boy. Um, I I thought Sansa looked so pretty in her coronation gown. It was like Elizabeth Mm the first. It was was medieval style. And like my little heart, my little girl's heart was like, oh my God. She got to be the lady. She got to be not just the lady, the queen queen of the north. Yeah, that was cool. My favorite was still, of course, Arya getting teary-eyed as she says goodbye. The tears like dripping down her face. That was yeah. That was the only part that made me cry and made me feel. That was kind of like (laughs) the um, the reunion I kind of wanted for the Stark. That's what. Yeah. Right, right. We're talking about the highs. We're talking about the highs. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay I, that's about it. I'm done with the highs. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was still a really beautiful episode. I um, feel like it was it was a beautiful episode because right. yeah. it was clearly George R. R. Martin's plot points that right. we're trying well, to yeah, put yeah. forth. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, oh, sorry, we already said our highs. 
Um, uh, I you might like have those. one more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I forgot what it is when you started talking. Sorry. I told you. <laughs> um, you know, there was a moment where Drogon realizes that Daenerys is dead, and he's right. like nudging her. I mm. kind of wasn't expecting that level of tenderness yeah. to come out. Oh, of the right dragon. from Drogon. So yeah. I kind of like yeah. that they did that. I'm glad they I, did. I too. like the yeah. whole melting of the Iron Throne. I thought it was very symbolic. You didn't like it. I'll talk about it. Oh, okay. we we didn't talk about um. We forgot to cover the, uh, the 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 table of the hand, the small council. Oh, that's right. The that small happened. Council. There is no highs there. Oh yeah. I, so I didn't like that. Bran puts together the well. Tyrion starts the small council, and the master of coin mm. is Bronn. The master because that makes total yeah. sense. The grand <laughs> right? maister is Sam, which makes that's sense. Make, that makes sense. Um, yeah, Sam. Yeah. So when Davos, he came out in his yeah. robes, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his chain. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, buddy. And Brienne, Sir Brienne, yeah. is the captain King's of the King's Heck Guard. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, who else? Sir Davos is something. Sir Davos is, but yeah. Makes, he was Stannis' right-hand man. Some, yeah, okay. That mm. makes sense, too. Yeah. Uh, it was just Bronn where I was like, uh, huh? Okay. Yeah. Um, can we... Yeah, so... Can uh, we... Permission to tear into stories, sir. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So... I still had, like, overall, while I was watching, a, vo- a positive experience. I did, too. I, mm. This was... While I was watching. The least bad episode since episode five of season seven. In my <laughs> right. Like, that's how mm. bad the how other far, episode... Yeah, that's yeah. how far in we are. Mm. Um, I, I think I was overwhelmed with sadness... Mm-hmm. about what happened to Daenerys. Mm. Not right. because I didn't see it coming. I did, I, and I expected it. But, I don't know. It was just really sad, and I feel kind of upset for her character mm-hmm. because if she had been portrayed as more sympathetic and less like Hitler, yeah. then this would have been a much more poetic moment. Right. You see what I mean? It yeah. would have been more of a sacrifice on John's part. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a, I, like, in uh, the way we saw it, it was like him, it, something he had to do. It wasn't a question. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and for us uh, to see how cold and psychopathic she's become, right. I lose empathy for her. Therefore, I feel unfulfilled mm-hmm. somewhat. Absolutely. Like, this is not finished. Danny yeah. used to be my favorite character oh out my of God. all she the was characters right. in the favorite world. Favorite character, like, ever. Yeah. Like, but I just loved her. Her death made me feel nothing. Yeah. Well, I felt nothing. Numb. I still, I still feel numb. Yeah, you know? I, I'm still thinking about it. The thing is, you know, I mean, they jostled her character so much over every other character in the show. I feel like yeah. because they had right. to do a, a hard pivot, and then suddenly, like everything that she's done in the past, like whatever good-natured uh, care that she had for mm. the underdog, was suddenly overshadowed by this power-hungry mongrel that like took over her. Yeah, you know, right. uh, yeah, and yeah. suddenly her like thirst for power was more tyrannical than yeah. it was like abolition. But it was kind of hard to buy. It was very hard right. to it buy. It was hard to buy because uh, I feel like if and when George R. R. Martin does this turn for her character, it's yeah. gonna be a lot more elegantly written, mm-hmm. more believable, right. and psychologically consistent. We should hope so. Yeah, and I, I, d- I think so. I think a lot of this is is I mean, in part is due to, um, it's just a byproduct of these curtailed seasons. Mm-hmm. 
And it's like, I mean, it, it, it's just, it's been rushed. Right. So you don't feel the payoff as, as deeply as you should. Right. Well, not only does it feel rushed, it also feels a different form of storytelling. I mean, like I've been yeah. reading, uh, you know, that article that I posted up about so- how, sociological, about sociological versus, yeah. storytelling I versus psychological storytelling. And then I deleted it because I was like, <laughs> Everyone's gonna be like, "Shut up, Caitlin!" And that's <laughs> but I, no, it was so good. I honestly think this is one of, and oddly enough, even though this is mass entertainment, <coughs> it's one of the most important conversations we could be having right now because I feel like the way in which people have been responding, illu- <coughs> God, my throat, you right, illuminates how we interpret and approve of even politics or how we function as a society. I think you know? it absolutely can does. You, can you quickly launch into what that article was about? Yeah. So um, essentially the article was saying that Game of Thrones started off as a sociological drama, meaning that the story continues regardless of whether or not key characters die, which mm-hmm. made it compelling right. because the world belonged to the same uh, deep story that the entire um, authorship of the show was trying to create. The world is a living being in itself. Right. Exactly. And what happens? Okay. Right. And what happens with the characters yeah. is reflect is reflective <laughs> of the the uh, the society in which it takes place. Yes, mm-hmm. but in multiple ways. Right. right. You're like exploring reality through different, you know, characters. Right. Kind of like in a video game, like you can choose yeah. different characters, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the world yeah. still exists. Right. So, like, whatever character, uh, whatever choices they make directly affect everyone around them. And mm-hmm. everyone around them, you know, th- every person, every character in Game of Thrones, there's so many characters in this world, mm-hmm. affects each other, you know? And these characters bring about their own demises more often than not. But, like, past the, you know, past the five or sixth season yeah. mark, mm-hmm. uh, things start becoming a little <clears throat> more psychological, which right. is usually how, like... American TV shows or Th- that's movies Hollywood are made, storytelling, yeah. which yeah. is that you know we favor the main characters, we try to keep them alive, and we try to tell their stories because they're the ones we want to see win. However, even though that's the case for you know fans who want to see John live to the end or whatnot, I feel like this is a disservice to the spirit of Game of Thrones in that. It, you no longer feel that like palpable sense of mortality mm-hmm. that added to the story that was in the previous seasons. Like, I honestly think that John and Tyrion should have died. Well, like, really? R- There's no reason for Tyrion to be alive. He like he wanted all those innocents right. to survive, uh, and I, he I, failed. I'm curious. Um, do you mean like in a general sense, mm-hmm. speaking from George R. R. Martin's narrative, you think Tyrion should have died, yeah. or he should have just died? Given the circumstances that the, show, the show brought him to, right? Or you like you think his character arc should end in, end in him dying? Um, I think if we were in keeping with George R. R. Martin's vision yeah. and feel of the show, Tyrion and Do- John should have died. Really? I, I think so. And I think like John should have died when Drogon burned him. The most implausible part of the mm-hmm. entire episode was Drogon not killing was him. Was Drogon going like, you know what? The Foucaultian aspect of the, <laughs> of the throne. We are all I just power-hungry actors right. in no, this I, I game. Gotta, I think I disagree. Yeah. I disagree. Um, I, wh- you think a dragon you, is smart enough to no, 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 burn no, 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 the throne no. versus I Avengers' mother? I think when George R. R. Martin writes this, yeah. there will be a better reason for, for, why, that for why he avoids being burnt to a crisp from Drogon. Narratively speaking, mm. I think... I, I don't think there's anything in his character that necessitates him dying a second time. Mm. He has already died 
due to prophecy, he is a Azora High, hmm. and Azora High is determined by the fact that this prince who was promised will slay his beloved, hmm. thereby breaking the wheel and bringing about a new era of change right. and rule. Hmm. So there is, in my opinion, not hmm. necessarily a need for him to die. I hmm. I almost think that if we uh, double down on the uh-huh. Azora High thing in hmm. the show, he should live. Right, it w- yeah. that would have made infinitely more sense. As now, as a ruler, or just just live in general. Just live in general, yeah. and um, I, because I mean, there was so much build up, and uh, so much of that was being said uh, about him being ba- brought back by um, Relor, mm-hmm. right, by yes. by the Lord yeah, of Light, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and that there was a reason for it. But yeah. when you know the actual reason came, which I suppose was you know, you think uh, he's going to sit on the throne, yeah. he's or gonna right, kill the Night King, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. None of it <laughs> happened, None of those happened. Right. Yeah. or even if things yeah. happened, even when it did happen, <laughs> him. Um, you know, uh, killing Daenerys, mm-hmm. yeah. it it was like uh, it, there was no tie made to the prophecy, mm. right? And and if he dies, he's also fulfilling a point that narratively has already been shown twice with the right. death of Ned Stark and the death of Rob Stark. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. And, and and also with actually three times with right. yeah, with yeah. John's first death. So I, I think it's so. overkill if he dies again. And maybe this maybe. is the poet. I mean, I just feel like it's more poetic and romantic that. Two of his lovers die, and tragically, he must continue on. As I a, guess so. I, I mean, maybe that's just me. The, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I see <laughs> how that logic works. Yeah. I just also <clears throat> think. I mean, on the flip side, mm-hmm. I also think that given the world that D and D have created in the final seasons, sure, right. John not make, getting yeah, killed was, immediately yeah. by the Unsullied and Dothraki, who have no ruler now. They yeah, have no say, reason. Why did they just kill right. him on sight? They would kill him. They on would site, kill him not on no, no. sight. Not no trial. Not who absolutely. would they take orders <clears throat> from that would stop them from? Like fucking butchering, yeah, not John. Tyrion. Yeah, I think not that Tyrion. Um, if we're talking about the world that was created in the show, in show absolutely, yeah. John should have died. He should have yeah. died for sure. Yeah. Um, I think if we're thinking about his arc in terms of the books, like they're gonna find some clever way to keep right. him alive. And this is yeah. another mis- like uh, uh, Warg into ghosts right. or something. Yeah. This like, is this is another short uh, shortcoming <laughs> of the show, mm-hmm. wherein. Uh, you know, in the first five seasons, we didn't see the John's plot armor. It was yeah, exactly. It was transparent. We see it now. But, it's transparent. but now yeah, it's yeah. yeah I'll, it's, I'll give you guys that. I'll give you. Guys it's that. like absolutely transparent. <clears throat> I mean, like what when we see him leading the charge versus um, in season you know, six. No, no, no. Well, season six, but I'm I, I'm thinking about the Battle of Winterfell yeah. when he's about to go oh, yeah. up against the Night King, and then he's surrounded by whites, yeah. and he makes it out alive, despite the fact that Daenerys. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, I would have been still somewhat satisfied if Drogon flies in and like slightly burns John a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little bit. Just burns him enough to like make him resemble the hound almost and then flies away. Oh. Right. Because I just really parent. don't believe that some Kenshin that shit. If you yeah. <laughs> kill your little and get a scar. Yeah. No, oh I'm gosh, just the OVAs. Yeah. I really don't <laughs> buy I mean like if I mean, I know that Drogon is like basically an animal or right. like a pet yeah, or yeah, yeah. something like that, mm, but she, he's that still sense, a yeah. child, uh, and his mother is murdered. Like, would yeah. he really? Why go, wouldn't like, he kill? Oh, let me put on my thinking glasses and uh, think about philosophy for a yeah, second. Yeah, I've been trying to come up with a headcanon for why that like um, it's happened. It's a little just too too easy. I think in my head I was thinking like this is what George R. R. Martin wants to keep John alive and to right. symbolically melt the throne or to literally. Melt the throne and symbolically melt the ties that are binding this like absolute monarchy together. Right. So yeah. in my head, I forgave it a little, mm. just because I was like, I know what they're trying to do. But mm. you're right. You bring up an excellent point. John mm. should have died given 
the circumstances. Given that setup. Yeah, if he did that, I actually, I wouldn't have minded that at all, actually. If at the I end mean, of this, I would have been sad. I would have been very sad. I would have been sad. But there have been many times when I've been sad, like watching this series, not because of like. I would have been really fucking sad. Yeah, I would have been really sad. Yeah. You know, what's strange is that even though D&D have taken these like, uh, the writing to this place where it's unexpected, mm. right. they aren't necessarily taking big risks. No. They really don't risk anything. Right. I feel like plot armor is heavier on the characters now more so than ever. <clears throat> a, because it's psychological storytelling. Mm -hmm. And B, because they also don't want to see a dip in fan reactions. Well, you know? they like, failed miserably on that front. Exactly. <laughs> like, and essentially, it like robs you of the spirit of Game of Thrones. It yeah. really does. Um, the, the bigger risks you play with, the more the audience applauses. Right, right. Applauds. Applause is because a <laughs> um, perfect example is oh my god, kill me if I'm saying it right. Oberin, Oberin, Oberin from Oberyn. season four mm -hmm. quickly became one of my favorite characters Great over character. the span of a few episodes. Fun. Yeah, he was like he proto Euron, his, except he yeah, made sense. Yeah, like this mm -hmm. uh, proto Euron. Yeah, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and he does this really fantastic fight with the mountain, and just when he's at the peak of victory and mm -hmm. audience approval, gets his skull crushed. Right. We were all horrified. None of us wanted that to happen, mm -hmm. and yet weren't we like? <laughs> yeah. Good yes. storytelling. Yeah, but it made sense. Yeah. It yeah. made sense yeah. because that's who we that's a character that, that we had built up. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it makes in sense. our heads the yeah. entire time. Like, and that's what's missing from yeah. this. Of course game he's of gonna Thrones. gloat. Yeah. He gloats at every chance yeah. he gets. Yeah. Right. And yeah. another pet peeve that I've been having is that they recycle these like little tiny details that used to remind us of the characters that we loved without actually adding to the depth of the characters. Yep. Like, you know, yep. Tyrion talking about, like, I don't know, honey t honeycombs and Bronn talking oh about brothels. Oh, it's the, like, the brothel, hey, remember the donkey. you get the times? Donkey the brothel I, with the honeycomb. Okay. The donkey yeah. story. We're never going to hear it. If he doesn't finish that effing story, then I'm like, don't bring it up. Oh, oh the and is, we didn't yeah, get it. We, we didn't get it. Yeah, we didn't get it. I mean, they brought it up just to like harken back to old times. You right. know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of you know, if you wanted to go see like the Pirates of the Caribbean movie, mm -hmm. except somebody just put you on the animatronic ride at Disneyland, mm -hmm. and suddenly <laughs> you just see the animatronics you of the characters things. that you love, right. mm -hmm. and enacting like this tomfoolery playthrough mm -hmm. of what the characters are supposed to be right. yet not really being the well, characters yeah. that's how i've been feeling about these seasons overall is that these actors <clears> are <throat> essentially trying to put on like fake two-dimensional versions of their pastiches of their own their right past selves. they're puppeting their, fault, their past selves no 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 yeah without really having the depth of who they were before yeah and the i mean game Sorry, no, no. no, it's okay. No, I mean, it's just become kind of a joke to me. I mean, the whole A Song of Ice and Fire thing. When oh, you know, yeah, yeah, the yeah. book. I knew that yeah. was because we were talking about that. That was, that was gonna happen, shit. but like yeah. when it actually happened, I was like, oh, they went there. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, them being like, oh, Tyrion, Tyrion's not, you're in, not it. in the book. Right. And we're like, that was, was that to be a joke? Too funny? <laughs> None of us yeah. laughed. Yeah. So. No. I, I um going back. The, um. Okay, so mm. Jen, you sound like you were thoroughly disgusted with this episode. Well, I wasn't disgusted. <laughs> I, I mean, to be fair, I like this episode more than anything in season eight. Okay, all right. Yeah, so that's what this I was like. is. I definitely did. Yeah, too. because I was like, this lot, was though. this was better than the other ones. I have to say, in my right. opinion, yeah. uh, one of my best friends, I said, uh, "What's your verdict?" And she sent back the GIF from. Uh, the Princess Bride, boo, boo, <laughs> boo. <laughs> like there have been like, yeah. thank you for saying GIF, by yeah, the way. Yeah, the GIF. Such like violent reactions. Yeah, violent to reactions. The, to um, this episode. That final episode brought 
Game of Thrones rating to its all time low. Oh yeah, yeah, on IMDb. IMDb, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I used to like really champion like season seven. I was like, you know what? I just hope for a good ending. I just really want everything to work out. Got to season eight, halfway through when it was comedy hour after the night after the long (laughs) night episode. I I lost it. I really something in me snapped. Like snapped, and I was like, this (laughs) is so. Tragic. That was me last season. Well, I was we like, were, I can't. Remember after can't the first seriously, yeah. The premiere this uh, this year, this season's premiere. Yeah. We were we were kind of going into a, a debate af- about um like is it the end better of, or no or the the end of season seven the um the excursion beyond the wall and like getting the yeah. whites. Well, that's oh. okay. because remember. I had just watched season you had just seven watched it. Mm-hmm. when yeah. season eight was starting. So right. it was all fresh in my mind. Right. Yeah. And I would I think you guys got over your concerns two years ago mm-hmm. when it first right. came out. Yeah. For me, it was all fresh. Right. So I yeah. was like seething. Um but I was gonna say a uh, part that stuck out to me as strange was when Tyrion is talking to John in his cell mm-hmm. and Tyrion's like, I love to not just right. We're, like, talking right. Like, right, okay, right. So we were talking Tyrion about this too. Right, right. Okay, so Tyrion apparently was in love with Daenerys, confirming a lot of fan uh, theories. I never uh, read that. I, I, oh, you didn't? Was I, that like super left field? It dude? was super left. Oh, super I, I left had read field. theories. I mean, people, I had yeah. theories like like waiting back in my like, head, like, like admi- that look yeah. at the end of yeah. season seven. Yeah. But like, I was like, no, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wondered why he was so loyal to her. Yeah, and I think that was supposed to be the reason. That was supposed to be the reasoning, but the thing is, there was no setup. It was no setup. So not even for Jorah Mormont. You know, that's essentially Jorah's arc and yet we felt that for <laughs> yeah, and yeah. not for Tyrion. Well Tyrion's too proud to be friend zoned. He'd rather not oh say anything gosh. at all. I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, but uh so, so that was that was one thing. But the thing that was bringing me out of it, mm. like a prop falling on stage during a play, was <laughs> when Jon Snow was like, you know, she was stressed out. Like we you know, like when he started making when weird he excuses. He started making excuses. weird excuses for Daenerys committing mass genocide. Yeah. Right. I was like, D&D, what you smoking right yeah, now? Yeah. I couldn't you think believe that. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe that that um, was how John like reconciled it in his head. Like I think yeah. in uh, like what maybe what's more realistic yeah. is John just not saying anything. You know? Right. Don't, Even that. John would, so. yeah, he, he mm-hmm. should just be crying or something. You like, know, don't say anything. The only reason why, again, this goes back to bad writing. I'm sorry, yeah. but it's bad yeah. writing because yeah. the the fact that he has to defend her is only there. You know it's only there for the twist, for the twist right. of him stabbing he will her afterwards. And have, will always forever be my queen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Main gouge to the and heart. That was like... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Uh, I mean, the, the funny thing is, we all knew that was going to happen. I knew. I called it. I yeah, knew. As we all knew her, that I was she like, was going to die. Even it's when good. it did happen, like, I was like, oh. It was also a surprisingly like, oh. clean death. Right. Like, there's no words, no struggling, barely yeah. any blood. No, yeah. She yeah. just no she spiritually dies. Yeah. Her blood drips out of her mouth and, and her, her nose. nose. For, some reason. For some reason, yeah. Why does her nose bleed? Well,. I guess like oh, I guess like if an the artery. blood from if her you sever mouth, like yeah. a, a, like a main like the aorta, like yeah, you, that could happen. But interesting. Anyways, and so, it goes through to the stomach. Well, I, I will say the anatomically moment, it could happen. The moment before John walks into the throne room when she's looking at that iron throne and about to sit on sit it. On it right. I knew 
years ago, there would be a scene like that. I didn't know which character it would be, mm-hmm. but I knew there was going to be a scene with a character. I thought it would actually be Littlefinger. Oh. Yeah, I thought Littlefinger was going to make it to Endgame. Mm. He should have. I think he will in the books. And they're going to like sit on the throne, but it doesn't actually happen. Or maybe mm. it does happen, and then it's going right. to be taken away from them. Yeah. Um, like Jamie. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, I just assumed, yeah. you know. So, so Daenerys, that moment was very chill worthy for me because we waited years for this to happen, mm. and it was beautifully shot, and it kind of shows like the culmination of all the all the trials and tribulations she's been through right. to get to this mm. point. I felt that way way back before I. Gave up on the show in the early parts of season seven mm. when she first arrives on Dragonstone. That was great. That was great. Yeah. yeah, I got chills, mm-hmm. and that was the last chills I ever got in the show. <laughs> like after that, absolutely. It's so weird because yeah, like the last time I got chills in the show. Yeah. Walking, yeah, her walking through Dragonstone and with seeing the, the, the memories. The score, yeah. yeah. The and, score and, was fantastic. You know, yeah. this is where my family was, you know, yes. from. Mm-hmm. And it's her first time on Westerosi soil, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. or since being born. Being, yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't so, know. so what do we think about the institution of new government in Westeros? Um, do you think that was effectively established? Uh, in I think the moment, it was, I was like, okay, yeah, okay. I bought it, I but bought it was, it. the more you think about it, the more yeah. haphazard, rushed it feels. like slapdash yeah. yeah, it the feels. More sla- it feels. In the, feels the moment, like it worked. Right. In eighth grade U.S. history class, going like, "What did John Locke like, say about democracy?" <laughs> in conclusion, in conclusion, yeah, I, know, in conclusion. I will show. <laughs> Let everybody rule. <laughs> Let oh everyone have a vote. Well, no, but when it was happening, I was like, "Okay, all right." But you're right. When I thought about later, I was right. like, "That was really rushed." Well, essentially, the same form of government still exists, except that people the king okay, is elected. Yeah, okay, the monarch. But it's yeah. still but who okay's the monarch speaking. is still the ruling class. Exactly. That's what I mean. So right. it's not really demo- it's still the lords and ladies it's an oligarchy. doing this. And then on top of that, yeah. you're not going to wait and t- you're going to wait until the the ruler dies before you do. It's not like there's limited right. terms. Right, so right, the right. people who have they're not going to have the same mentality. So if you think about it, it's essentially how effective the same. is it really? It's, a, it's essentially the same. It's just here. like yeah. an upgrade on the wheel as opposed to a broken yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And what does this say about Bran's character because did Bran presumably know all these things were going to transpire? Therefore, didn't he didn't stop Danny from committing mass genocide, I'm even though he prevented the deaths of innocents at Winterfell. Which, which he kind of, you know, I mean, did he though? Well, I mean, in like making sure that the Night King would cross paths with Yo, Arya. You know, he didn't do shit. He didn't Maybe do shit not. at Winterfell. Yeah, but I don't know. We will never know. We will yeah, never we know the right. function yeah. of the Three Eyed Raven. I mean, we going back to. The, the the term being their life. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. The last three-eyed raven lived for like hundreds, hundreds of, of years. Hundreds of years. Oh, wow. So he's like, Bran's like, oh, yeah. AF, dude. So Bran's like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to be king for like a hundred something years. Yeah, that's what I mean. And that's just, so um, like, that's just the, the gre- uh, power from the the Weirwood network, right? I yeah. Guess? yeah. Yeah. I guess so. I mean, like, uh, there is some poetic, you know, poetic justice in that Bran the Broken is the successor whereas the whole world of Westeros started with Bran the Builder. It's so right. weird so, because like I feel like a lot of um, the plot points um, a lot of things that happened in this episode they all make sense if you don't think about it too hard. I think about things too hard. Well I mean I'm, I'm not saying that it's mm-hmm. bad I'm just saying they right. they were mm-hmm. just like they were trying to pull a fast one on everybody. Absolutely. I just, I, I mean, but I feel like we've like switched sides at this point. Hmm. Like I'm just like here for the ride now. <laughs> I'm not That's fair. You know, yeah. I'm not putting any 
life insurance on these mofos. Look, like, I, I still you know, enjoyed it. I, I still enjoyed it. I enjoy it. it for that split second right. when I'm watching it. And yeah. then afterwards, yeah. I just am the opposite that of That was me in the it. long night. In the moment, yeah. I was like, <laughs> and then oh, afterwards, yeah. I was like, what the fuck was right. that? Yeah. You yeah. know, after you left, Jen, we stayed mm. there. We stayed at Walter's house mm. after the viewing for yeah. a while. Yeah. Mm. And <laughs> the, the guys, the crew were just talking. And I sat on the couch <laughs> and I clutched a pillow and I started thinking about Danny mm. dying and John killing her. And then I got quiet mm. and then I started getting sad. Yeah. And then I became quieter and I started clutching the pillow harder. And, and then, then you my, my out. eyes started tearing up and then I fell asleep. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And then I was like, Danny died because John killed her. You know, like, it, it's so strange. I yeah. felt nothing. Yeah. I love Danny I like more sad. than anything in the world. Yeah. I have a Targaryen sticker on my car. I, know. I have two Danny the cosplays. I have posters room. all right. of my walls, art, I have the drawings. <laughs> and the thing is, you know, like she was my spirit animal for such a long time because yeah. I identified with her arc so much. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, I went through similar experiences that she did. And like when when those things happened, it ultimately made me stronger. stronger Not because yeah. it was like oh, like I deserve to go through injustice or abuse, but because rising above that took immense personal strength Mm -hmm. that um, I saw in Danny, Mm -hmm. you know? So like she had a very special place in my heart. And after I saw her narrative breaking at the seams, something happened in me where I had to put aside her characters so that Mm -hmm. I could still be okay with watching the show. And that meant... Having no investment in her anymore. Well, let me ask you this. Um, If the same thing happens to her in the books, Mm -hmm. how are you going to feel? Well, I was going to ask, have you you read all the books? No, no, no. Rodney, have you read all the books? Okay, so as of A Dance with Dragons... She's still in Maroon. Is is she still like... She's she still in the books or is she... You can tell she's going crazy. No, they have... No, she's... She's the same, right? She's the same. Yeah. I mean... No, but there are still... There are are like some of her POV stuff. There are hints. There are hints. There are hints. Nothing nothing big. Nothing like her burning the masters in It's not super blatant. No, no, no. It's nothing over it. It's a hint. Right now, it's just her talking about her dreams and like the urges she gets. That's why I feel like when it happens in books, it will be much more subtle. It will be much more elegantly constructed. Right. Yeah. It'll be more complex and like less black and white. And let's be clear like, people. Everybody has dark and light qualities yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like Danny would be a Mary Sue if she did not have dark, chaotic instincts that go like, what the, like, what if I burn everyone yeah. and just Blood get thirsty. the fuck over with yeah. this? Mm-hmm. You know, but she doesn't. And that's what yeah. makes her good, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what makes her interesting. So yeah. the fact that she like pivots on her entire worldview as like a leader or as a person, mm-hmm. that needs to be earned so much so, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And like she's already. All of the betrayals and experiences that she's had in these latter half of the seasons, Mm -hmm. she's already experienced before, and yet she was never that person before. So I need to see something happen in the books that makes me buy that transition. I'm down to see her villain origin story, but I need to buy it. You know, I watched this video essay recently, the night before the last episode, Mm. and someone was just fucking shitting on... Game of Thrones saying mm-hmm. it sucks now. I don't believe Danny would burn King's Landing to the ground. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, if we're gonna go in this direction, yeah. this is how it should have gone. 
Mm. He says, okay, if they were going to make her go cray cray and start killing innocent people, he's like, I don't think she should have killed all of King's Landing. Mm. Right. Maybe she would have gone straight for Cersei and in a mad rage, accidentally have maybe like killed a few civilians. Isn't right, that what I right. said last time? Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe accidentally killed a few civilians and mm-hmm. then like killing some guards. Like that's enough for us to be like, whoa there, Dude, Danny. Like, like that's not slow okay. Down. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. That's already enough for you to be like, she's going crazy. Exactly. So that's all you needed. You didn't need her to burn right. King's Landing to the ground. Exactly. So, so he's saying if we were that to go that way That was an exercise in excess. <laughs> yeah. If we were to go that way, this is how it should have gone. Um she should have Okay, so as of the Marine arc, would you say that she failed? Probably not. It didn't go as successfully as Mm-mm. we were hoping. Right. He's saying in order to justify this turn of events, she should have failed mis- miserably. In Marine. Marine. Yes. yes. She should have liberated yes, the slaves, yes. and then the slaves turn, uh, or there's, it, uh, the city erupts into chaos, right. and the slaves like revolt. Or, Which would have made sense, because she's yeah. not a ruler. Exactly. Right. So, so... Mirene basically falls apart and yeah. then they turn on her and she must escape in the night, that get away from Mirene. Then that makes her realize like, oh shit, I've been doing this wrong. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just liberate people like that. You have to be a bit stricter, a little more iron-hearted. You need to enforce discipline. So I've yep. been doing it wrong. That So she shouldn't have burned all the master ships like she did at the end of season six and left in such spectacular fashion. Right. She should already have been defeated. Mm-hmm. So that by the time she gets to Westeros mm-hmm. and King's Landing, her uh, her strategy has shifted. Mm-hmm. And she's already, she's more stressed out, more unsure of herself, mm-hmm. more likely to erupt into a chaotic episode. That makes a that, lot more and sense. And I, th- I realize... Uh, or, uh, yeah. Walter was trying to say something like that last in the time? last episode, and right. we were shooting him down because he was trying to say he was trying to play devil's advocate, mm. but we weren't having it. Well, I, I but don't now think, I think I know what he was trying to say. Yeah, I don't think I got his point clearly. He, yeah, he was trying to play devil's advocate and saying something like, based off of like her experiences in Marine, right? You know, you could say that this is the way to rule, and she's doing it in brute force by killing the King's Landing citizens, and we were like, nah. But after I watched that video essay, I'm like, I think that's what Walter was trying to say. Got it. Tell me mm-hmm. if I'm wrong, Walter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but I, but he's going to say, yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I meant. Because you yeah. give him an yeah. out just yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, think, uh, I think, I mean, that's definitely an interesting uh, posit to, to explore. Yeah. But I think what they were trying to do, which they, I mean, they obviously failed her character, right? They, they failed did. her right. character. Yeah. And that's the sound of um, failed, yeah. But they were really trying to play up the madness aspect, mm. not necessarily a philosophy in ruling, right? So I think that that's just like disrespectful to people with actual mental illness. Well, <laughs> I mean, mad kid. Kind of, I mean, kind of the, I mean, I mean, the, I mean Varys's line about you know you flip a coin, right? I mean, I, I think that's Again, that's when, just what I'm saying. Mental illness, like when, when, yeah. when the dark ends, she's lucid. Right. Her yeah. father had and, schizophrenic delusions. Yeah, and that, but but How? my point is yeah. is yeah. that yeah. if if we're talking about like hypotheticals and the writing yeah, yeah, and yeah. how they were how they could have better set it up mm-hmm. that the they were trying to go with the mad queen yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. they were that was their end game of the uh. mad queen that's George's end he's he's come out already and said that pretty much this is how it ends 
That's how is it going to be? I, so no, I don't doubt that. Setting don't doubt how that, yeah. how they get from where she is in the mm-hmm. book. That's the, the task. Is, is the task which yes. where they fail. Which at. is what ex- I agree with you, Rodney. A hundred percent. No, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I, I've and I have never bought the like. It, there's a part of me that you know was watching the Mad Queen happen, like the stuff's being foreshadowed and being seated, and I wanted. I wanted to see it. There was a part of me that wanted to see because I wanted to see that spectacle. But when the snap happened, and I was like, "That was, you know, that's that's not what I wanted. That's mm-hmm. that wasn't satisfying. I don't even fucking believe it." Um, what, what kind of were you hoping for? Um, I don't know what I was hoping for, but because um, I mean, I don't. Yeah. I very much try not to write in my head before I watch something. Yeah, because you don't want to say, I should have been like this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, I mean, like, again, when you bring up foreshadowing, I, again, think back to Rodney's quote, which is, foreshadowing does is not, not equal character, character Isn't there a video on YouTube entitled that? Really? Yes, and okay. it's got Daenerys' face on the cover. Amazing. <laughs> I haven't watched what? it, but, yeah. Here's the thing. Here's another thing, is that her right. snap happens when she's miles high firing on a city yeah. so we on don't civilian get to population. see the snap <laughs> nor do we get to see the decisions she's made to become the person who would snap like that they, right. they essentially they essentially eliminated her as a pov character as well because yeah. they didn't you didn't see her point of view you right. while, yeah. while yeah. you didn't that. get to see her and at then, all 30 minutes so it was they, like they, you, you, yeah. pull, you pull back essentially the camera pulls back from yeah. her and essentially then she becomes essentially a uh, stereotypical, yeah. evil, you know, all yeah. that stuff. And Terrible. that's, right. again, entity, a yeah. great yeah. failure she becomes for, a dude to her character. Which is so disappointing because, like, if you want to show that turn, I'm all for it, but you really got to, like, parse it out. Make her yeah. make bad decisions. Make her make bad realizations. Right. See that turn in her. Have a moment where we see her and she makes a fine, like, you know, some kind of philosophical remark on how her worldview has changed. Which I think you know? they were trying to do in Seven. Mm. But, um, again, uh, it kind of goes back to what Rodney said. Mm. Um, her The instances where it did happen, where it kind of foreshadowed it, mm. they weren't accompanied by um, by the thoughts in her mind. Yeah. By the the thought process, and mm-hmm. it was it was there were just events that were divorced of like emotion, really. Even. I just can't even like Hitler. You know, Hitler at least in mm-hmm. his head had some like very specific ideology. Right. We are committing eugenics in the name of, of oh my this. God. Like, right. In, in the name of this, the purity <gasps> oh, of our Jesus. race is. He wasn't even trying to better the world. He was just like our race is superior and we should be right. ruling. There was a th- in Danny's was a thought head, process. it's because she is good and knows good and therefore <laughs> mustn't act good. Hitler himself wasn't watching as these babies were, you know, dying in gas chambers. He was just giving the order. Daenerys is watching children burn under the flames of her dragon and showing no remorse. No, like, I just don't buy that. That she doesn't understand the suffering of the people. I don't buy the Daenerys from season four who sees, remember when um, there's a father in Meereen who shows his child who's been burnt to a crisp Mm -hmm. at her feet. And she she looks like she's going to cry. And then she chains up her dragons, her children because of it. Yeah. I don't believe that that's the same Daenerys. Like, don't try to tell me that's the same Daenerys. That literally makes zero sense. That's a really excellent example. Zero sense. Like, yeah, that is literally like saying like one plus one equals five. Like that yep. literally makes no sense. It really does. Uh, we have yeah. a couple um, uh, comments from the chat. Yeah, from Lint three two four. I wanted Tyrion to kill Daenerys. 
Oh. Yeah, dude. That um, would have been interesting. Give him something interesting to do I in the past he, several seasons. I thought he might have, like, when he pulled that the hand pin went off. out mm-hmm. like a loser. Like, he just, mm-hmm. ever since, like, season five, right. season four. And I, like, I have to ask nothing. for, there's nothing I have to ask for him. why. Like, what is the reason mm-hmm. they, they did that? Why keep him alive? Well, not even that. I, I mean, I've just, like, why take this character that we, you know, we loved. grew to love. So clever. And so then they essential to the story. Yeah. Yeah. He was, like, in a vegetative state yeah, for, like, right. the rest <laughs> of the seasons. <laughs> and just completely I've, I've suffered heard, everything. Uh, right. Yeah, so as far as regarding with Tyrion, I've actually heard a lot of theories as far as the storytelling choices is that essentially Tyrion had to make all these mistakes because Danny was too powerful. When she came across the narrow sea, she had three dragons, she had the Unsullied, she had the Dothraki, and then she had to be kind of basically taken down in power. Just so the fight would be even. So the fight would be even. Why couldn't that happen and in then, the, the long night? And so, fight? so the the um, that would be much more epic. Yeah, essentially, yeah. But then also, but because of that, right. the the byproduct of that is that Tyrion became sort of the scapegoat of those sort of actions, those but choices. Why? But he's why? supposed to be. I think smart. also. He, I think because what did that add to the story? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, it's de- it definitely didn't. I mean, it's, again, if we were talking about like failures of the characters, right. like they they really, really failed Tyrion as well, K- uh, Tyrion as well. Yeah. and they failed. Sure. They failed Bran as well too. Yeah, uh, oh. I think John in some ways is still you know. They okay. also kind of failed Arya. <laughs> like <laughs> after her, she ended at the Night King. Oh, yeah, what, yeah. what did she accomplish after that? Right. Mm-hmm. I know these past she, two episodes was she like, literally, mm, all right. I was thinking about it today. I was yeah. like, nothing happened to her. Because yeah. they threw away her revenge. They threw away her revenge right. thing with Cersei. Right. And then she gets hit on the head. And then she sails away to God knows where. Yeah. The Americas. Cara Tour. Yeah. <laughs> if this I was, was D&D, it they would be uh, Oriental Adventures. Too. That's she where it would go. She never wears another face. She's going to run into, a, she's gonna run into a, a small mouse that talks. It right. has a little rapier. Yeah. That's yeah. All of the lore has been thrown, thrown away. Thrown out the window. Yeah. Like literally, like what was the point? So I've, they're yeah. telling me that the point of Arya's arc was to kill the Night King. Right. No. I, I would I no. don't buy it. I mean I don't remember. I think she has the tools. I don't think it's narratively satisfying. Of course not. You know, and it's also not narratively satisfying that, like, the Night King never made it to King's King's Landing. Landing. I think that's also why, like, people don't realize that this is also why it's extremely unsatisfactory. It's because they had no more plot to go off of. Nope. I think, Rodney, when you were talking about the scouring of the Shire, you were like, I think George R. R. Martin is going to do what Tolkien did at the end of Lord of the Rings. There's going to be some kind of like a conflict at the end after the main conflict. Mm -hmm. I think the scouring was going to be Daenerys dying, personally. Mm -hmm. I think what happens with the dragons and King's Landing is in the books going to be mixed in with the Night King's conflict. Yes. It's all going to be one conflict. I hope so. Because then it'll be more satisfying. It won't be a But I I mean, I think, I'm pretty sure the scouring of the Shire was the the raising of King Land. King's Landing. No, no, I think because I think essentially, if you if you look at that same sort of arc, the Night King is the ring, mm-hmm. and then they're going back to to King's Landing. So, and so that's you think Daenerys is going to burn King's Landing in the books? I'm pretty. <laughs> sure, I mean, George R. R. Martin's already came out and said that basically. He says she turns into the Mad Queen. These these endings are pretty much the same. He said that already. He's already said these are his endings. 
Well, and that there's well, like a little George, bit difference here wrong. and there, but yeah. these are these are his endings. If that's his ending, then I don't think he knows what he's talking about because that yeah. doesn't make sense. Like, and I I will go and say like the author isn't always right. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is what he's setting up, if he really intends for Daenerys to burn it, burn King's Landing to the ground, mm-hmm. he better start fixing things in his series. Right, right. Or well, add five more books. He is, that's kind of what everybody's conjecturing is going to happen, that mm-hmm. he's not going to be able to um, yeah. finish this in two books. I mean, no, no, even he said he said he thinks he there might be another book. Right. Yeah. yeah so three books coming. Even out. his God. his that's the, just crazy to that me. That last like, honestly, that just sounds so crazy. It's like when the episode <laughs> aired, um, he posted uh, a blog post on his on his website, mm-hmm. and he has already said that he has three thousand three thousand manuscript pages mm-hmm. of story okay. for for Winds of Winter for the next. Oh, for, for everything. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. But he said, and I read this too. This is recent. Right. Mm-hmm. He said the seventh book hasn't even been started. Well, he uh, still you mean Winds of Winter. No, I mean a Dream of Spring. Dream of Spring. Right. Yeah. He said, I'm not even finished with the sixth book. Yeah, that's what he said. Well, he tried yeah, his, to fin- put his out. His editor Winds can't of say anything to him. You know, yeah. like you can't even see it. Like I, like I said, I have read all up to book five, all the books. Well, and uh, there are. It's just. It, it really, really they, they is get bigger bogged bigger. down like mm-hmm. with like so many things, and there's so many plot lines that are in the books that are not in the show, mm-hmm. and it's just like um, he's he's King. creating Stone more Stone and Stone more Stone obstacles for himself from a story standpoint. Right. And so I believe that he has 3,000 words because mm-hmm. he, nobody, and then at this point, like, what's his editor going to say to him, right? Yeah. Like, his editor, his editor can't say anything to him, right? They're just mm-hmm. like, they just want him to get it done. Just give us money. Yeah, just right. give us something. And, yeah. like, you know, he's not going to listen to anybody. Yeah. So I have a couple of um, comments from the chat. I think these two go together. Uh, Quasi Word says, I think she snapped when the bell started ringing and Tyrion was right. I don't know what that means. But Lint three two four says Daenerys equals Anakin Skywalker, which is pe- which is what people have been saying. A lot yeah, lately. they've been calling mm-hmm. Danikin, Danikin, which I bought, which I agree with, because um, uh, both of the snaps, both of the changes were like, like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because you know that moment, like, what the shit? when Anakin, yeah. when Anakin, Anakin cuts off Mace Windu's hand, and then mm. uh, Sidious goes and like, oh, you're a Sith now, and he's like, I'm evil. And I'm like, oh my god, really? Is this how we're doing this? I will make a distinction, though. I think I will make a distinction. So, like, Anakin turns because the thing that he cares most about. Right, it's a selfish, selfish, right thing. Well, is Padme. You know what I mean? So, like, even though he, like, thirsts for power, like, ultimately, Padme is the reason why. And, like, Mm. when he is, like, you know, uh, being controlled by the dark for you know the darkness yeah. he eventually is the one who kills padme and his realization of his own culpability right. in killing the thing that he loves most in this world is what ultimately makes him believe he is evil right you know but padme doesn't die t- oh wait he thinks he, he killed her right? he thinks he killed her ah, yeah. that's right yeah so well that that's what like turns him you know like when then that makes when somebody sense. when somebody believes right. that they are not capable of good anymore they then lean they, into their evil right you know but, but i don't think for that's Danny, what daenerys was set exactly up yeah. Yeah. That no 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 not, she wasn't yeah she was set up she believes herself to be the embodiment of good right, right. so exactly. and no, she still no sure. should do that to her yeah right yeah. yeah. Well, we've been talking for a while already. Yeah, no, okay. we've been... Um, so I, I think we we know what our feelings on this episode are. Um, 
have been and kind of the ending of the series in general. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Now that it's done with, where do we go on from here? You know, you got to pick up the broken pieces of your soul and your life. And just I, I would love for on. us to, and I'm hopefully you guys are open to it, like next week we can uh, talk about the series as a whole. Now that I'm it's completely really gone. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. the series there's, breakdown. Give us you know, as much as I, mm-hmm. for me personally, right. it's like as much as like the ending really just leaves a lot to be desired there's still a lot to like appreciate as a whole right, right. to thank I think people liked Sansa's arc mm. yeah like, I mean just but like, was, um, like very sad. That was but I mean, you know I mean was, yeah. I've seen a lot of people just sort of say like I mean it's only one that paid it, off it's really. just a, yeah. an amazing phenomena right mm-hmm. the right. series that lasted 10 years that basically everybody's talking about yeah. mm-hmm. and all that stuff so I'd love for us to sort of explore sort of the, the bigger the great aspects right. of, the, of the series and the impact on society and storytelling like mm-hmm. I mean one of the comments I heard today too is just that like um, it has made people really really try to understand just storytelling oh, right yes. yeah, yeah you know yes. Yes. like it, and just in that alone is like amazing Game because, of Thrones is I yeah, attribute Game of Thrones it's to what really, made me a better writer like mm-hmm. a good writer I would say yeah because it made me understand why I liked something so much mm-hmm. and I could I could figure out the building blocks. I'm like, this is why, this is what makes good writing, mm-hmm. you know? So hopefully. Yeah. So yeah, I think like we take a week, kind of think, you know, gather our thoughts, yeah. kind of like take a step back and and really kind of appreciate it from as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. And we could talk about that. I, but I think that's uh, worth uh, exploring. I think so too. I think even just um, the fact that it's like, it's like kind of a hard, it's a hard genre piece too, mm-hmm. the entire thing. Is is kind of it's super impressive that something that is genre has gotten yeah. this big. Well, I mean, all geek subculture is now mainstream culture, <laughs> right? So, yeah, right. I, I also, th- you know, this is gonna sound really random. Back in the 18th century, there were a lot of Christians who believed that Jesus was gonna come on a certain appointed right. day, and when yeah. Jesus didn't come, it was called the Great Disappointment. <laughs> yes. Now there were so many churches that branched out of this Great Disappointment, saying we just didn't interpret the Bible correctly. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna start our own churches, like the Mormon churches, you know, and mm-hmm. the uh, Seventh Day Adventist Solid. churches. <laughs> um, and so, uh, why did you say it? Like so, that? yeah. <laughs> And then, <laughs> so Calvinists with the, and the, the Game the of Thrones, the, yeah. there was in 2019 the Great Disappointment, thanks D and D and HBO. But <laughs> there is a silver lining. Yeah. Out of this great disappointment, mm. out of these ashes, will rise the phoenix of many new up-and-coming writers who yeah. know never again to make that mistake. Yes. <laughs> never trust D and D again. Oh, please, finish please your fucking series. So. Maybe. And conclude your goddamn character arcs. Yes, yes. There is, right? There's have silver lining to this. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Have the integrity to Respect follow through. Respect your fans. I honestly have no faith that any of that shit's No, I do. Happen. I do. I believe in all of us. I believe and it's going to happen in very small scales. Yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to break through this, into Hollywood. On this scale. Mm. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think... I mean, Ending things are hard. Yeah. yeah. It's very difficult. Hard. It's hard. It's, it's very hard. difficult. It's easy to start a story hard. Right. Well, yeah. especially when something reaches legendary status, mm-hmm. you get in your head as a writer, as for an sure. audience member. For sure, for sure. You start writing to the expectations uh-huh. of people for rather sure. than to the integrity of the story. It's hard yeah. not to when you have like stockholders and fucking like people wonders. making little millions, toys and Funko yeah, Pops. Billions, billions of millions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what for what they have accomplished 
I will take my hat off to them. You can get drunk now, D and D. Go home. Tequila like, with your honestly, wives. Go on an island. You kind of fucking deserve it. So fuck. Yeah, you worked. Yeah. 10, 12, 13 years. Yeah. Off. I think like they started this project in like two thousand seven or something. Right. It's been a while. Like that's man, a long time. That just just keeping the monster like going. The, yeah. The the, the yeah. machine rolling. You it's, did your best. Yeah. There's. Yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I can't I like have your best. <laughs> right, exactly. You I don't like your best, best but you. So I got a hats off. Yeah. To that. yeah, yeah. And they do have. I mean, <laughs> the next Star Wars to look forward to. Oh I boy! Mean, so we'll see how that goes. Um. I, oh shoot! And the so, monkey cranks um, on the yeah. machine. Oh, so like everybody. Um, I don't know if everybody remembers, but we did have a live or dies pool. Oh, Game of Thrones. Who lives and who dies? Yes. Okay. How are we doing this? How are we going to? Because we have a situation. I know, right? We have a situation in terms of who won. Can we just won. talk about how I won? <laughs> uh, so yeah. As so far between as the, the, between hosts, the hosts, though, yeah. Talk about the hosts. Uh, Gen won by like yeah. a, by a very like a close margin. It was actually very close between all four of us. Oh wow. Um, oh, wait, I thought Walter failed miserably. That's what uh, you said. Well, <laughs> I I thought that Walter failed miserably, but because uh, I apparently I counted it wrong. Mm. Um, so you failed miserably. I have failed miserably in counting Walter's failure. Gotcha. Miserably. Wow. You know? So, um, but Gen yeah, one. Gen definitely won. Gen one. Yay. Yeah. Out of the four of us. Uh, so out of the four of you, Gen won. Yes. yes. Congrats, Gen. Thank you. Yay. Walter was still ultimate loser. So. <laughs> <laughs> no matter the count. Yeah. My count or Rodney's. Either one. Wait, um, where does Rodney fall on that scale? Like, I don't what know. Did you have I was in the... I was in the regular pool, and right. oh. I think I, I think I ended with like twenty three points. Mm. That's that's about it's the yeah. same. Like our okay. our standard yeah. deviation is okay. has not standard shifted. Deviation. So so yeah. you're gonna. So it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. I yeah. It was, well, that's the thing, Rodney. I mean, we have a tie. So so we have a tie. We have a tie for lead. Yes, in the regular. pool. So first of all, thank everybody that uh, joined. Uh, we had probably over twenty entrants, and uh, like just. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. But we did have a tie. Mm-hmm. So um, I believe it was MJ Flores. MJ Flores was <laughs> one. Right now. Yeah, he's in the chat. Uh, he and another guy, Derek something, uh, tied. Tied. Um, Wait, is it Derek Spencer? That's my friend. Hold on, let me Probably. look at the Gmail. Okay. I, I just know everybody by their Gmails. Oh, so okay. yeah, okay. it's gotcha. the Gmail handles. Uh, but they both tied with, I think, 32 correct. Yeah. Wow. So many more oh, than wow. us. Nice. Well done. So yeah, well done. We, don't really, we didn't really bake in a tiebreaker, so we'll figure out some sort of tiebreaker, and I'll get in touch with you guys. Yeah. But uh, more than likely, what we'll do is like uh, we'll either, you know, like the Targaryens, we'll flip a coin and see, uh, <laughs> see who we like better. See who, who we like better. Mm-hmm. And then from there... Um, we will get your prizes to you. Yeah. Yay. So every again, thanks everybody for signing up and, and yeah. So the the, the email is Derek. Yep. Is that yep, <laughs> okay? So, oh, right, cool. Yeah. So the two of them, Director uh, of Immersive Theater, go yeah, check thirty two correct. Nice. Uh, Derek nice. Albert nice. Spencer and MJ Flores. Nice. Uh, you both have thirty two. So we'll. I, I think what we'll do. I'll just go ahead and make a decision. We will uh, flip a coin or do some sort of randomizer to actually who won. Yeah. But whoever is the uh, second place or 1B, mm-hmm. uh, we will get them something as well. Got it. Nice. Yeah, th- so, I think they both all right, Yeah, something. I mean, 32, that's that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Pretty that's great. pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to decide, that we're going to announce it next week then. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and then um, second place, there was 30 correct. There was three people that got 30 correct. Oh, wow. Uh, there was a KSIT001, Velvet Pearson, which is like um, it's my English teacher, my, my writing, my novel oh. writing oh, class. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, a former head of Long Beach City College uh, English Department. Very cool. Uh, N.H. Murphy. I don't know. And then oh, I know them. Third place with 28 correct was Jimmy D. Name. Hey, Jimmy. He's yeah. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, thanks, everybody, for, for contrib- you know playing. And, uh, yeah, we hope to do a lot more contests and giveaways in the future. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well. Yay. Oh, gosh. Again, another kind of like very draining episode in terms yeah. of speaking about games. Yeah. You know, I was I was but even thinking about this is that. Worth it, like, you know? I mean, yeah. one last, I guess, one last thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was thinking about that too. Is that um, I think part of the reason why we we all feel this way is that all the other seasons there was always that feeling. Like after you watch the episode, you're like, "Holy shit, that was amazing!" Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, "Oh yeah. my god, it is." The only, you know, there was just like this this sort of euphoria, yeah. right? right? Even yeah. like you're absolutely right. euphoria, right? Whereas yeah. like got more of that game of yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. right, and then whereas like, now it's like there were those things. That's, that's an actual meme. Yeah, that's yeah. An actual, yeah. 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 And, <laughs> and whereas now it's like almost every episode oh has been a bad trip. Like the feeling. Yeah. I was just talking feeling, right? right. Like let yes. alone like the logical thoughts of like writing all that oh. stuff. We're just talking about the feeling, the, yeah. feeling, the feeling of, of like looking afterwards. forward to the next episode, exactly. the next yeah. season. Right. You know? It's like it's become it's sort of this thing where. I was just really glad it was done from a yeah. sort of like, a, you know, I was kind of weary, you know? Oh, yeah. I think we all were. We yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And it was, so it was interesting. So, I mean, yeah, not to end on that note, but like, um, <laughs> but you know, but I, I personally, I, like I said, I think that's why we, 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 we owe it to the series as a whole that next week we can talk about it um, as a with phenomenon. more like mm. more, you know some some separation sort of like process right. things mm. but then look at it as a as a whole as a right. as a storytelling you know just like the characters all these things um because it's it was still an amazing feat and like like we were talking a few weeks ago or it's like right. yo it's like we remember the dark ages where like you, you, we never saw anything like right. this yeah, it's, on, it's just, on, on TV it's and movie genre on TV. Yeah, and, and to see something like this, this on something yeah, like on this absolutely. scale yeah. for that, so just like the feat of that alone is just like worth celebrating, you know. So definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, I think next week we should do um, a series breakdown, and we'll talk about maybe our recommendations or like where we see. Uh, what other series are out there to fill the void? <laughs> you know? There will be no other series. Aww. I just gave up. When is it gonna <laughs> I don't watch TV anymore. Right. It's yeah. all about movies. <laughs> nice. Because we know that they're going to end. Maybe. You know? Well, I mean, yeah. for two hours. They're more likely to end satisfyingly. satisfyingly. Yeah. American television has like failed me time and time again. Oh, gosh. Seriously. It's all about K-dramas. <laughs> 22 <laughs> episodes. Let's go. That's I all know. you need. Well, that's the thing. There's definitely <laughs> something to be said about like having a like you know only so much time to tell a story. Yeah, so that's how it should be. I mean, yeah, Japanese dramas, um, <laughs> English TV does that. It too, just becomes so. a taller order the longer the format becomes. Right. You Absolutely. Get, you know and. I don't buy... Uh, okay, my producer's like, shut the fuck up, Kayla. All right, just kidding. We'll talk about it next week. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for joining us on this episode, episode 11 of Pangeekery. Um, hit us up next week. We'll be here. 
Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on uh, twitch.tv slash pangeekery. Thank you to our sponsors, Jimmy John's. Thank you to PWC, our location sponsors. And uh, hit us up on the social networks, on YouTube. To, uh, what was that? What was that? Nikki. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. Come on, uh, YouTube. Um, I was getting there, man. <laughs> uh, hit us up on YouTube, um, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all the different socials. And uh, thank you to our spe- special guest, Nikki Sun, Woo! for joining us. Um, yeah. See you next week. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. 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 Podcast, covering all things geek from an all diverse perspective. Visit us online at www.pangeekery.com.